intro music if we start and then we're like hi <laughs> hey everybody what's up what are you doing right now what are you listening to where are you where are you in your car are you listening on headphones what's happening um we're hi, hi. we're making fun of other people's podcasts right now that's real that was really intense like hit it was shocking. But see, here's morning. the thing. Like that, I think that works. I mean, not for our, obviously like we're not going to change what we're doing because that's not us. But mm-hmm. like that, I guarantee you that's that guy's personality in real life before ever being the host of a podcast. Oh, like I think he's probably like that to, to people in the world. Right? Like, don't you think he walks into a room and is like, what's up, everybody? (laughs) (laughs) What's up? What are you doing today? What are you listening to? (laughs) Right? And then everyone's like, that guy is high. (laughs) Um, So we're not going to introduce our podcast like that. Wah, 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 wah. (laughs) Like with an air raid siren at the beginning. That's terrible. But um, we we already tried to to record the intro and then we had to stop because all the settings on the mixer were in the wrong place yes. which Michelle like noticed and we had to we had to stop and start over um, but this is the calm intro to our podcast which is hi <laughs> welcome to Pancake Town the podcast I'm Emily I'm Michelle this is how we talk like if we were to do radio voices like if i feel like his is probably a slight affectation like Mm. he's definitely amping it up for the sake of the podcast it sounds like he had a radio show in the 90s yeah right exactly a really successful (laughs) (laughs) um but our our affected podcast voices would be what we just did which is like hi welcome I would want to. Uh, there's Ours a would radio be like meditation on, voices. No, um, so there's a radio show in the '90s at night called uh, Delilah. <gasps> After yes, Dark. I know exactly what you're talking about. And it was like all love songs. Yes, um, and she was I would very be Delilah. Yeah, she was very soothing. Uh huh. She had a very soothing, like kind of lower register That's voice. That's who I would, yeah, do. And she'd be like, next up, Lionel Richie. And the um, <laughs> her little thing went, Delilah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, should we, have, should we have a jingle? Oh, yeah. Do we need a jingle, Josh? <laughs> Let's have Josh write us a jingle. Okay. And then I'm going to get an air raid siren for next time. <laughs> oh, well, we have our version oh, of an wah, air raid wah, wah, siren. <laughs> no, we've got our no button. Well, we don't have our no. It's the battery died. We oh, just need right. a new battery. Sure. We need to find one that we can, if everybody can do some Amazon.com research for us, we need to find a little buzzer, a button that you can record sound into, but that you can record multiple sounds into. Okay. Don't you think? Or we need to be able to f- get like multiple ones and know that like one says this and one says Would this. You- well, that's what also, label makers are for. Also, our the one we bought is so, it's tiny. so tiny. It's like an inch like and a half in slam diameter. My hand on we it. We need like think yeah. think Staples Easy yeah, Button. Yeah. That's yeah. what we need. Whatever, where, however, we can get a Staples Easy Button that doesn't say Easy on it and also records sound. Did you see? That's what we need in the group. This was a while ago. Lisa posted a photo of um, Jen Sincero's button. Yes, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> good, good find, Lisa. Good job. High fives. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. 
<laughs> yeah, all I can picture is her doing that horrible voice she does. Yeah, that isn't that she what she said too? Where she was like, do. "All I can yeah, hear no. her is like say, saying that something." That was my first and thought I was like, before oh I even read it. I'm like, "Oh, she for sure did that." Why isn't there someone who, <laughs> who's like, listened to her record her audiobook yes. and said, "No, you can't do that." I know. Don't you think about that always? I think about that when I like see people in interviews or like a commercial or like literally anything. I'm like, wasn't there another person that stepped in and said, "Um, excuse me, that's terrible." Yeah. Don't do that. I was just thinking and about like, and then do we have people in our lives that are like, um, <laughs> Michelle, Emily. Uh, your podcast is awful. Um, like Monica I would calls me out occasionally. Good, like right. And like we need more Monicas. <laughs> we need more people that are like. She admits Listen. that she could call us out way more often than she does. Okay, I kind of <laughs> want her to. Like I feel I like don't. She can tell me, and then I won't tell you. She can tell me what you want to be called out. I d- she'll she'll be brutally honest. I'm into it. She'll. I guarantee you the first thing she's going to think of is every time we misuse a word. <laughs> oh, Josh calls me out on that shit all the time. What's the word that I, he told me the other day, he's like, for the entire time I've known you, you've said this word wrong. Oh, no. And I'm like, I, oh my God, are you serious? Not but like no, misusing. No, no, no. Okay. So it's, it's disingenuine and disingenuous. Okay. Disingenuous is correct. Disingenuine is not, not a word. A word. And I forever have said disingenuine, thinking that I'm right. And he, the other day out of nowhere, <laughs> he was like, you know that it's not a word. And I'm like, what's not a word? And he's like, disingenuine is not a word. It's disingenuous. And I'm no, like, it- no. And I like freaked out because I'm like, it's your job as my <laughs> husband, as the person that's been with me for over a decade, it is your duty to correct me. <laughs> Um, Steve hates it when I correct his mispronunciation of things. I mean, mispronunciation is one level of something, but like totally making up a word and thinking that it's a word really upset me like to the core of my being. Sometimes I enjoy (laughs) making up a word like when it's obvious what I mean. Yes. And there's more impact of like oh yeah i wasn't up i was not no. trying okay. to so make an like impact a, i okay. i literally thought yeah. i was using the word that existed like i thought i was okay. saying disingenuous but i did not understand like i literally for my whole life i don't life think i really say either so didn't know that mm. but yeah he corrected me but like after 13 years corrected me thanks josh <laughs> and then i'm like what and then i immediately went into the spiral of like what else am i saying wrong yeah. what other words are completely wrong um, so I don't even remember what we actually talked about in our first f- thing that we recorded uh, we that we then scrapped. That we spent like 20 minutes talking about death. Yes. Before we started recording, we both. Including how we would kill our husbands. I yes. don't really know. I don't think we got real specific with that. We can't give no, away too much information like about that because then when something happens, someone's going to come back and reference this podcast. Be like, here they are talking about. Killing their husbands. <laughs> That's proof. Well, maybe I needed that, so now I can't do it. Like, Oh, right. Now like, I, I just took... Yeah. It's I can't the, do it. It's that old yeah. adage of like, oh, well, why would I... If I was going to kill my husband, why would why I would talk I, about it on a podcast? Well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not stupid. Or am I? seriously <laughs> die now because oh, I'm totally going to go to jail for it. We're both going to jail. Um... But yeah, then we were talking about like 
DNR and life insurance policies. Also, happy Valentine's Day. Yes, love to all. Belated for those listening, but it's Valentine's Day for us. Yeah, when we're recording today, it's Valentine's Day. And Michelle's wearing a pink sweater. On purpose. I'm not wearing anything Valentine's Day. I'm wearing almost all black and gray. I normally all wear all black and gray, but it's Valentine's well, Did you like? Did you honestly? You were like, I'm wearing pink because it's Valentine's Day. Did I you think about it, or was it an accident? For the last three days in a row. Oh no, I so did that before. I mean, that too. I wore like the same clothes for a couple days in a row, and it's then the only time I actually like warm. change something might be if I'm going to the print shop. I'll be like, yeah, people saw me wearing this yesterday. That might be weird. So I haven't done laundry. Have I done laundry this year? <laughs> That sounds dramatic, but it's that's really only six weeks. So five I weeks. might not have done laundry this year yet. You, I think you should what just go with it. Roll Steve with it. Steve does laundry, and I'll throw a couple yeah, yeah, of yeah. my urgent things into his basket. Yes. Um, and then you haven't done like a f- your actual laundry. No, I haven't. My pants are clean because he washed them. I think you should just go like see how long you can go without doing laundry. <laughs> I w- as a challenge I would to like yourself. To, except I don't remember. Also, you when can I claim to be helping the environment. I do claim that actually. <laughs> when I think about other people complaining about like paper towel usage and this and that, I think, yeah, but I don't do my laundry. So we had a there's thing that with the w- at the print shop <laughs> where like obviously the print shop is producing quote unquote unnecessary waste, but fuck you. But, like, there was somebody that had just done packaging, like a bottle, you know, like a letterpress box that packages, like, a glass vial mm. for their product. Mm-hmm. And they posted it on Instagram and then in their own caption, like, said something about, like, hey, for all of our, like, no-waste customers, mm-hmm. like, j- like l- just so you know, like, we're working on a no-package or, like, a minimal packaging option. Mm. Like, basically, like apologizing for this really nice packaging that they just invested money into. The whole point of the packaging is to protect the item that you're shipping or handing to someone in a glass bottle. Like it's not like you're just wrapping something in paper. So like I got really weird about it where I like almost posted like a reply to be like, Hey, just so you know, like this paper. And then somebody like it got into a weird area where other people were commenting Mm -hmm. And kind of being judgy about it and being like, I got packaging from this one place and it was all like craft recycled paper. And I'm like, just because paper is white doesn't mean it's not recycled. It doesn't mean it's not recyclable. Like people have really weird stuck up notions about like what they think is safe for the environment and good for the environment. And it's like if she has to ship that in a box just as a loose glass bottle with packing material mm. that's way more waste yeah. than putting it in a a nice paper carton that fit to the bottle and then putting way less packing material that's way better for the environment i'm constantly thinking about it um I occasionally we'll get someone who like you don't have to give me a box or anything it's like but i have to put it in a box i have to so put it, it in something break. right it has to not be damaged it has to go in a box and also it's up to you as the consumer to like either recycle the thing yeah, that comes yeah. or reuse Re-use it or recycle it or yeah. like i don't know it just it, it's like it gets a little manic like it, people get a little bit preachy and it's like you don't need to judge everybody. Somebody's allowed to post a, pa- a 
picture of packaging that they invested in to, to promote their business and make their stuff look better and be protected. And she, sh I mean, it, it was on her to like suddenly be apologetic about it. Mm -hmm. Like before anybody even said anything. Oh, well, like maybe she just, anticipated it. it so I don't know. It just seems really get ahead of it. And it's like, if you actually feel that way, then like, why did you have packaging made? Like, if you're so concerned about the environment, then, like, maybe you shouldn't be making a product that is completely uh, not necessary in the first place. Like, it's just get you get it's like you can so easily get into like it's one thing to be like, oh, I'm I'm no waste and I don't want to blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, you're buying face serum. Stop pretending like you're a martyr for no waste. <laughs> and then you just bought some face serum like there are people in other countries that don't have water and you're like, but I don't like the packaging. Oh, my face serum. Oh, but yeah. what about my face serum? Um, like, can't, like, just back up a little bit from your own privilege and like realize <laughs> you can calm down about like whether or not there's paper material in the thing you ordered. I get shit all the time. I get things shipped to me all the time. And guess what? I break down the boxes it, yeah. and I put it in the recycling. Yeah. If something isn't recyclable, which is like 5% of things now, like, I figure out how to reuse it or dispose of it in a different way. The only thing I am haven't figured out, like, how and where to do it is the soft plastic oh recycling. Oh, my God, I Yeah. Um, I don't, yeah, I haven't gotten that far. Yeah. I would really I will, love I mean, to I, compost. I hate it oh, that it's yeah, not easier absolutely. to do that here. Yeah. It's definitely easier once you have a house. Like, sure. we've... T we've I will say that like Chicago's recycling program is not as good as it should be mm -mm. for for being Chicago. Yeah, like this is fucking Chicago. Yeah. We're not. This isn't like a tiny city with a little tiny population. Like we have millions of people here. We should be able to have a recycling program where I can put a plastic bag yeah. in the recycling. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, like in New York, there I know because I follow a blogger who is constantly promoting soft plastic yeah. uh, recycling. Like she knows uh, where she can take her things. So yeah. she just gathers it up. And then when it, we should look into full, that. I guarantee you there's gotta be places or I've somewhere in Chicago. I wanted to do an episode about like how to balance um, being eco-friendly, but also having nice packaging and how um, it's, like a conflicting issue like yeah. obviously packaging is important for your brand and marketing and you know having a good we should definitely like, do presentation but like how do you balance that with not wanting to just create more waste yes because i think that we're all people that care about both things yeah so i think that would be a great but i don't really know what the answer do. is because i haven't personally come up with a solution. I think that we could definitely come up with like some tips on things. Like some of the stuff having worked some in the people some listening people might don't, have tips right. for us. And also yeah. like I think that it, like me working in the print industry for like 15 years and working at the print shop especially and like knowing all about like paper and different materials that like can be used to make to manufacture envelopes and cards and packaging and wraps and bags and whatever. Like I think people make these assumptions about what like how things are made and how what content things are made from and like I think people still are very much in the like 80s 90s mentality of like paper is made from trees mm. 
it's fucking not you guys <laughs> like wake everybody needs to wake up like if i have one more person in 2019 say something about how like you look at all the trees you're cutting down not one fucking tree is cut down to make any of the paper that is in the print shop that i work at right now no no paper company makes paper out of trees you guys what's your paper made from? it's made out oh. of fucking cotton okay <laughs> every paper that we have i mean i can't even think of a paper manufacturer that doesn't make paper from either completely recycled pulp which could be anything from denim yeah, like to plastic paper to is usually recycled oh my god right? like it's it is it would be impossible to find a paper that's not at least 30 percent post-consumer waste recycled content and all of it is recyclable mm. but people have this weird mentality now of like oh well that's paper that, you're wasteful like um that was made from fucking blue jeans so piss off <laughs> so i think there's like and a I'm lot of recycle it. and i'm yeah. gonna recycle it so like it came from recycle and it's gonna be recycled and a lot of the paper like just gets made into new paper it gets used it has like multiple use like there's no, there's hardly any paper products that are single use. And yes, food stuff. I'm now I'm sitting here stuff holding is a whole this other ball game. Food stuff is where people get sensitive and they should because like the program in Chicago like won't I can't put this this nope. thing that I'm drinking my tea out of right nope. now this paper cup that is recyclable on its own, I cannot recycle because it has tea touching it. So in Seattle, they would use um the type of um cup that could be composted right so you would yes put this in the yes. compost bin. i feel that's why i think that i feel like it's so crazy that chicago is so behind like why are we not caught up to that also like this particular place that we're at yeah. does the whole like glass straw thing right yes but then also double don't cupped we don't my tea. have well a lot of places double cup teas for some reason because they think it's you too hot to hold usually they put the tea bag he um, did that the thing he did that i took the tea yeah, bag that's out what already it is. yeah um uh yeah like they know we're gonna be here for six hours like i actually don't know ceramic how mug. much yeah do they even have that i don't know that i've ever we've never been offered it we've never been offered a mug we've we'll never talk, asked let's either. talk to joe about that we're gonna get ceramic mugs here damn it yeah or we'll be smart and have our own <gasps> We could bring Cute our mugs. own. Duh. Okay. That's our responsibility. All right. We fucked up, you guys. We're going to fix this shit. I got a new... The world is going to be a better place because of us and our two mugs. I got a new really cute travel Did mug you? that's handmade. Shut up. I want one. Wait. I, I want a photo of... So I had, a, I had one of those little... Did I show it to you? The little collapsible yeah. to-go cup? I had to get rid of it. Because it was leaking. It just leaked all over the place. I couldn't even drink out of it. It just, like, I would tip it to my face and it would just, like, tea would pour out of the front of it. It was insane. Mm. And I got Josh one too, and his doesn't leak. So I don't know if mine just happened to be defective or if I, like, I broke it, it somehow, but I had to get rid of it. So I'm in the market for a new one. I would love to have a cute one. Um, I would love to have a ceramic mug that then has one of those, like, silicone tops. That's what on it, it. <gasps> it is. That's um, what I want. So I had one that I got from J. Crew. Um, but I like I want J Crew. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know <laughs> What's it's happening? really ran. I like bought it online. You can get coffee mugs from J Crew. Yeah, but it was ceramic. Do I, I really not know what J Crew is? <laughs> I didn't go I in J. the Crew store. Made, like, I don't know sweaters. I know. Um, 
it, it's a travel mug, but it's ceramic with a silicone lid. And I wanted ceramic. Nice. Um, and that's all that's I could find I at the time. Um, let's see if she's if it's still on here. It was. Um, is everyone still listening? This is so random what we're talking about. We talked about death. We talked about. Now we're just full on into recycling, um, which is crazy. We had no idea we were going to talk about this. <laughs> and looking things up <laughs> online. And um, This podcast is where Emily and Michelle just look things up on Google while you wait to hear more. I don't know if they're still available. So it was a limited edition. Oh, my God. That's so fucking cute. And I drink out of it like at home. That without is re- the it lid. has a little face on it, you guys. And so it kind of looks like a regular coffee it mug. It does it look like a, a regular coffee mug. So you, I've always wanted to be the person who walks around like with a regular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're on like mug. the bus with yeah, a mug. Yes, like you're a you lunatic. You can kind of be that person, know, but it I has, but a, it has a, lid. a lid. Yeah, you don't want to spill and on yourself. And it's handmade. So who makes that? It's um, on so of a kind. It's made by Debbie Carlos for of a kind. So oh, okay. it's a limited edition. Oh, I want um, Debbie was lived in Chicago for yeah. a number of years. She's in Michigan now. Okay. And I like don't really. I've met. Is her. she the one that has that made you the? No, that's a different person. The one that has the pin that said she died working hard or whatever. Mm-mm. That's a different ceramic that's artist. That's um, Molly and Bishop. Molly and Bishop. Um, Shout well, out to both of them. I, that is so cute. still have it. I bet, there's a f- I bet there are several uh, ceramics people that have that. I had no, looked, I looked on Etsy it? back when that's I really ended cute. up buying the dumb J. Crew one. Let's tell Christy. She'll make one. She'll make a, she would make those. Because you could just get silicone lids. And then size your I think that mug that's what, or tumbler. But it, I think it's got to be incredibly hard to well, do. Well, yeah, you. Ha- I mean, you would have to be really precise with how si- how the ceramic is sized so that it fits the lid. Yeah, they're still available <gasps> on of a kind's website. So of a kind dot com. I'm gonna get one, and we'll have the it's same so mug, cute. and we'll be real dorky. Okay. I think that it had to I be really, it. really hard to get it to be that exact. Yeah, size. maybe there's some and it's got machining a little, element um, like to it to make sure it's around oh, it. She hand builds everything. I want. And it's very she probably has like a little bit of like a template or something to Maybe, help her yeah, yeah. size it pr- appropriately. Uh, considering how much I know about ceramics, I have zero interest in doing it. In doing it. it. It's like, it's it a just, lot of it investment. It looks very, very hard to me. Yeah, I think I would get real frustrated with it. Yeah. I don't think I'm patient enough to be Mm-mm. a ceramics artist. No, definitely not. I think I would be like, there's a crack in that one? I quit. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, watching it would them be like devastating to like lose even two percent of your yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> but you know it kind of goes. With, but also like that said, I have to do that with paper shit all the time. I like constantly am throwing out envelopes and cards that have flecks yeah. or marks or whatever, and I don't think anything of it. So I think it would you probably just get used to it. Mm-hmm. You don't think of it. No, as I like, know they do, and it's like um, cathartic to break a bunch of shit. Oh yeah. Okay, so we didn't go. We didn't go too nuts. It's only twenty. Okay. We're only twenty minutes in with our <laughs> fucking rambling. Um, okay, so we actually do have a topic, which is kind of um, expounding on expounding. Nope. Expanding. Expand. What's the word? I think I feel like we um, set. See, this is why. <laughs> for now, all of our words are in question. I feel like is question a word? Is that right? <laughs> I was gonna say There's that something I was gonna say that we're gonna talk more about something that we already talked about. Let's so just explain, explain words like expound, we would expend. to a five-year-old. I'm looking up expound. I don't think expound's a word. I'm looking it up. Watch it. Watch me look it up, and it would be like expound is not a word. 
Oh my God, it's totally fucking a word, Michelle. Really? Expound, present, and explain a theory or idea systematically and in detail. That's so it's not, not exactly. It's what not you what meant. I meant. No, it's no. not at all what I meant. But no. it is a word. Okay, that's good. So I feel we're less ha- stupid. We're halfway there. I'm fifty percent as this smart as I thought. This is definitely one of our episodes. Let's just do a whole episode about vocabulary. Let's just do a whole episode about like shit we think we know about but don't know about. Okay. Anyway, the topic that we kind of touched on in a recent episode, or was it the last episode? Yeah, it was the last one. Um, was the idea of staying small, the idea of being a business that do- that doesn't have it in its game plan to grow, 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 have employees, have a storefront, be internationally known, have chain stores, whatever, whatever the giant idea that everybody wants you to have as a business owner. And how I think we both feel like we tried to do some research on it and see what other people's take was. Mm-hmm. And it seems very like we don't exist. Like whatever. And we've talked about this before that like we're not small businesses. We're not even micro. I mean, I guess, I, I guess I we're micro. But now I feel like we're tight. Like what's tinier than micro? Like now we're getting into vocabulary again. But like <laughs> I don't. I don't like have a word nano? For it. Are we nano. nano businesses? Coining it now. Fucking writing nano that down. Nano business. Hashtag nano business. Nano business. Somebody already has that. I'm going to Google it. So basically. <laughs> no, I'm going to look on Instagram. Like looking up stuff, everything I found, and I think Michelle had the same. I did. You had the same experience. Yeah. Everything I found was like, if you tried to look up stuff about like stay small or like mm. micro business or like you know, you don't have to grow your business exponentially, whatever. Everything that talks about a quote unquote small business and even a micro business, they literally are talking about companies that have like 25 employees and make $2 million in revenue a year. Yeah. Or this podcast I listened to mentioned half a million dollars. I'm like, I don't need half a million. I don't want to be responsible for making half a million dollars in revenue. Or half a million dollars in Oh, profits. I was assuming revenue. Okay. Like, so that's not, um, cra- like that's not insane. Gross, not net. It's a lot, but it's not, it's not the 200 million thing that we were talking I about think, last time. I seriously think that if I tried to gross a quarter of a million dollars, it might kill me. Oh, for sure. I might like, for I don't sure. think that's possible. And so I think that the idea... I think what we are always talking about is like the world kind of makes you. And when I say the world, I mean mostly social media, but like the world and like society and especially in America, I think when you're a business owner, people are kind of like, well, what are you going to like? What, how are you expanding? Where's that going? What Mm -hmm. do you do? How is it getting bigger? And like to, to most people, bigger means certain things instead of just like, like successful and bigger are not the same things. No. So like when somebody, so when somebody blindly wants to know about your business or where you're at and where you're going, they think that they're treating the words success and, and bigger the same. Like they're, they're basically like, if you say to them, I'm really happy where I'm at and I'm actually making a really great wage. And like, I pay for my family and my home and like, I have my, I have a salary and like I can afford healthcare and whatever. Like if you are 
at your goal and you're doing well and you're making the money you want to be making, that person outside of you is going to be like, yeah, but like, do you have a store? Do you have, are you, a, are you a national brand? We've, are you in Nordstrom's? Yeah. Do you, have you um, done a, t- a Ted talk? Are you on TV? <laughs> Did you get interviewed by somebody? Like there are certain, there are certain like cliche things that people connect with success that don't necessarily mean success. Like I know for a fact that there are things for show of hands, like marketing wise that I'm like, I don't really care like if I'm on a news spot, mm. but I know that that will look a certain way to a certain group of people that will impress a certain group of people that will be like, Oh, I thought they were fucking around, but look, they're on the news. Whereas in reality, that doesn't really mean anything. No, but that's also something that doesn't really involve. Um, I, I guess like you getting a new spot and like me feeling pressure to like have a store are yeah. just really different. Cause yes. me having a store would probably ruin my whole business, right. you know, because it would cost well, me money. My, my thought though with the new spot thing is like an event based business, like show of hands is pressured to have a PR company oh, and sure. a social media consultant and connections with the press and like the ability to get, those press spots that you don't just get, you don't just like get a news opportunity. You usually have to pay a lot of money to have been put, had that opportunity put in front of you. Mm. And then like things like getting an editorial spot in the reader or even an ad in the reader is like $7,000. Like there's, and, and if I were, if I felt pressure to like do what I'm supposed to do on, you know, quote unquote, I might put myself under like I literally might bankrupt my own company by being like, Oh no, I have to, I have to buy ad space. I have to put thousands of dollars of ad revenue into Facebook. Like, but guess what? Is that really, is that really what I want to do? And is that actually leading to the outcome that I want for my business? Or is it me feeling like, well shit, these, everybody else is doing this. I better do it it means I'm bigger. It means I'm better. Yeah. I mean, and obviously these feelings are all coming up because of social media. Like, don't you feel like you follow certain people who, I don't know, every other month they're saying like, this is what's next for my business. Right. I've got big news. Like, I can't remember the last time I said I have big news. I have big news. news. When did I, like, when I quit my job five years ago? Yes, that was big news. I guess so. And then that's been that. Well, and that's the thing is because now, now that we're all generating our own press, like it, you, I mean, if you think about, I think mm. about like 10 mm. years ago when Orange Beautiful had to hope that someone else gave me press. You're right. There we are making our right. own press So like now. now you have to make your own press and now you're kind of just as... you're almost the things we criticize about like places that think they're journalists, like random blogs and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, that are just, they just have to create content. They have to make shit up. They have to like come up with an idea and make up a thing that's exciting and new because they're trying to keep people's attention every day. And now we're doing that. Like all of us individually are doing that 
constantly where we're like, what will get somebody's attention? What can I, and that's why hashtags are a thing and like all the dumb days, like it's National Pizza Day, it's National Friendship Day, it's National Do Your Laundry Day. Yeah. Like those, those things are the attempt in this new environment to like have a reason to talk to somebody when like maybe just do what you're doing. It's always, I always think about Instagram and like gr growth on social media as like everybody's doing it the in the reverse. Like you should be doing your work and making yeah. things yeah. and running your business and then being like, huh, I should, that's cool. I should put that on Instagram. You shouldn't be on Instagram. I think it used to be that going, way though. What can I, what can I create? Like, what can I go make that will be interesting on Instagram? No, you should be do like, do your fucking job and then share it. Don't look for things to share. Don't make up things to share. I think that, um, still like if you're just sitting there working and you take a photo of exactly what's in front of you mm -hmm. people are gonna like that photo more than absolutely. anything else absolutely and here we're talking about fucking instagram again i know I what's had, wrong with us i had some really great thoughts while you're talking and they've just They're all they've gone. completely left my brain maybe they were <sighs> not good you know, I also don't have my notebook out, which I get need. Get your notebook out. Need well, I think we kind of got back around title. to Instagram because I feel like it. it is, I think Instagram is the example we can point to of like, what is the source of this pressure we feel? Mm. Like, what? where is that actually is. coming from? It obviously comes from other sources as well. Like you've said that like the number of people that come up to you at a show yeah. and are like, where's your store? Yeah. Do you have a store? <laughs> and you, and you kind of want to be I like, be do here? you think, like, yeah. I want to, I want to tell customers like, or shoppers at the show, like, like four of these people have stores, like out of 120 Four of these people have stores. Why do you expect? Why do you really? What neighborhood do you live in? The where rest you of think us are here because we don't like, have stores. Where would these hundred yeah. stores be? I want to go to that magical place where all of these people in this room all have their own independently run boutiques. That would be fucking amazing. But instead, it's it is the thing that people are like, oh, I don't get it. Like if they're outside of that scenario, like. It's kind of the way I think about, like, how does my dad think about oh. maker businesses and, like, what I'm doing? And, like, to him, it's very much that idea of, like, well, you wouldn't just sit in your house and make this stuff. Like, what what are you going to do after that? Like, you when, when you get more money and are able to do it, you obviously mm -hmm. won't do this. Like, yeah. why would you choose that? You would choose to have a store or end up employees and people to help you, right? And then you're like, no, I don't want that. And he's like, but why not? Like, I don't understand. And so I think a lot of people from the outside, it's very easy to be like, well, obviously you would just want your own store, right? Like, of course you would. And where is it? Where is it located? Can I come to it? I think it's, it's funny to be talking about this now because, um, 10, no, God, I've been doing this for 14, 14 years. years. Yeah. So longer ago than that, like 15, 20 years ago, I wanted a store yeah. and it wasn't going to have anything to Me do with too. jewelry for and sure. I did. <laughs> um, I used to think that I would have um, a store where I like fixed up vintage furniture, which of course tons of people are doing now. You can totally go work for Chris. Um, 
this was like back in the day where painted furniture was all yeah all the rage yeah. not like refinished nice things right. just like i got this at a thrift store and i right, painted the drawer I, turquoise that's what i would do and yeah. it was before social media so i didn't know other people were doing it none of us did we right. thought it was our own thing for sure um uh but yeah i think i'd like even when i was a little kid i wanted to work at a store own a store um and then I managed the boutique on Southport and I realized, oh, no, I don't want a store. This <laughs> is um, I mean, I had fun working there because it wasn't my money, you know. Yeah. But like I paid the bills yeah. and it was very stressful. Yeah. You realize all the I was like there not every day. fun yeah, stuff. No, it was, it's mostly yeah. not fun. Yeah. Um, and also you've now put yourself in a position where just random people can talk to you every day and tell you things that you don't want to be told. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's the main thing that people don't realize about what it is to run your own retail store. You never is know who's going to walk the in that fucking door. Public. Yeah. It is. It is a crapshoot is like the crapshoot of all crapshoots. Um, so, okay. I did think about the topic that like escaped my brain. Oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> no, I'm like, how do I present this? So we're talking about visuals, choosing to stay <laughs> small. Yes. Um, this, uh, comes up all the time. Um, when I'm yelling in my brain, like the, the <laughs> when I'm yelling <laughs> to myself, this, um, contrast between asking our customers to recognize that we're a small business, mm -hmm. but also want like saying things like, would you do that at Target? You know, like right. also like treat us professionally, like right. a real treat, business. Treat us like a also, big business, but, but also, also realize we're a small, small business. And like how conflicting those two concepts are. Yes. And it's constantly bothering me. Like I often want to like, do really dramatic things like write notes all over my website saying like, I'm just one person. Right. But then, that's but then that seems desperate and seems that or like make people afraid to buy from right. me. Yes. Um, because I do get this wide range of people being shocked that there's one person running yeah. it and then other people knowing that there's one person running it and being very demanding of my time. Yes. Like thinking you can't possibly have that much going on. Right. You have a tiny little business. Yeah. It's just you. Don't and like you need my business. You can't possibly have more than two customers. Right. Yeah. I mean, I feel that way with more with show of hands than with orange beautiful. So where how like do we balance. Right. That? Like how do I like there? I struggle with that all the time where I'm like, on the one hand, I want people to realize like it's fucking impressive that I'm one person. Mm -hmm. Don't like the fact that you're shocked that it's one person should make you be like, holy shit, this I'm even more impressed with this business than I was before I knew that. But instead it sometimes makes people think like, oh, well she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing then. Sure. Like this business isn't like, they actually think the opposite of that. Whereas I would be like, holy shit. I thought that was like a giant company with like a team of people behind it. And it turns out it's just like one lady in her house like that. I'm, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And, and like, I think the moral of the story is like, you can't, you have to not fucking care. Like, I think you have to present yourself 
with the truth. Like you have to be like, this is who I am. I almost want to stop saying we for that reason. So even uh, though it is technically I, Steve and me. I will always say we. I know you do, but I worry that I'm running into an issue where I'm going to have to say, hey, guess what? It's just me. So I think that the key to that, and I'm actually like redoing some of show of hands kind of PR material and like some of the stuff that's on the website. Like I only recently like put a picture of myself on the show of hands website because there was a point where I was really angry about like how everyone was kind of coming at me with like, because the show got kind of way bigger in a very short amount of time. Mm -hmm. And so there was a lot of new like expectations and like random people asking for things and like wanting free shit and wanting like concessions made for them and stuff. And I'm just like, no, that's not how this works. And Josh was the one that pointed out like, does it, but how, like who knows that it's just you? Like how do people know that it's just you? Like do only your vendors really know that it's just you? And I thought that's a really good point. Like if you blindly go on show of hands.com show of like you will go to the out, the about page. And it does say like, you know, Emily Martin started this in 2013 after blah, 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 blah. But like, it's not like I'm, I run this. It's me. I'm at the show. My face is at the show. I'm the one that you're going to see there. I don't live in another state while this is all going on, you know, with some staff I hired, like mm -hmm. it's literally me. And that like, I have to somehow share a little bit of that, but not too much. I don't want to make it like, I'm just some lady and I don't yeah, know what yeah, the fuck yeah. I'm doing. Like I have to make it very clear that like, and, and I don't have, I don't really have like a whole lot of my experience. Like I don't have s full stats of like, this is how many shows I've done. This is how many years I've been in business. This is how many trade shows I've gone to. This is how many craft shows I've been a vendor at. This is how many um, times I've done this show. This is how much, right that on there. Yeah. yeah. Like I want, that's what I want. I want to put like, because there's one thing to be like, I do this all by myself. The end. It's another thing to be like, I've been doing this for so many years. These are all the stores I have sell my product in. These are all the events I've done. These are all like, it's like, put your fucking resume on there instead of being like, because like, even when I look at vendor application pages and I'm like, I read your bio or your about page and I don't know jack shit about you or your company. Like I'll read somebody's bio and it's like, I live in Champaign, Illinois with my husband and my child and two dogs and I love plants. Mm. And you're like, I don't, what does that mean? Where, where did you go to school? What did you study? What are your passions? How much experience do you have? How, how long have you been doing this? Why are you doing it? What are your goals? Where do you see your company going? Like there's literally nothing businessy about it. And I think someone's told them like, it could be to your advantage to seem like, you're teeny tiny and just you and you're just cute and you love Jesus. Like, no, <laughs> like God. no one that has nothing to do with what your business is. Like you need to have somebody outside of you read your bio and be like, I don't know what the fuck you do. Um, my bio, um, now that I'm thinking about it is kind of a little bit like how I would do my resume, you know, like, it, yeah, you put I think your education be. and your jobs and then a little fun bit. So, yeah, um, I felt like I needed to 
the, and these are my own issues, but um, tell people like how I got to where I'm at. Yeah. So it started with wh- what I went to school for. Yes. And um, the jobs I had after that and how I had those jobs for nine years before I quit to run my business full yeah. time. Yeah. Um, because I didn't want there t- I so desperately want to show to people that I'm not a trust fund kid. Yes. who like went to college well, for and whatever the and then like just was able to go make a business because right. I felt like Cause it. you just could. Yeah. yeah like I this was not easy. And there's something to be said for that where it's like, that's why I'm, that's why I feel like the best route is like, whatever is true. Mm-hmm. Tell that. Yeah. Like if you are a trust fund baby, you don't need to be like, I got a bunch of money cause my grandfather died. Yeah, I don't want like, to hate on it. Like you don't have, like if you're, whatever your scenario is that makes you different from the random other person that's doing what you're doing, like say something about that because otherwise I don't fucking care. Like, and if you're going to be a small business, that's going the route of like, hi, I'm the face and I'm it, then you have to make sure you're given the whole, you know, like you're filling in the blanks. You can't just be like, it's just me later. Like you have to be like, here are some reasons ab- like about, these are things about me as an individual that would make you even more interested in what I'm making. And like, trust me. Right. When you make and your here, purchase online. Right. And like, here are some gonna, reasons why, yeah. like, and also conversely if you're somebody like i think it's to our advantage now in the world that we live in to be like i we've been doing this for fucking 15 14 years like that's that is probably in the top five of things that make us different and special and interesting to over everyone else Mm. that has only been doing this for two years or four years or seven years like that's insane most businesses don't even make it past three or four years like that's insane that we're both still doing this and so i think we have to like sometimes i'm like i don't want to seem like i'm some old lady that like doesn't have her shit together and like it's taken her 15 years to even get to this point and blah 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 but like i should be fucking shouting that from the rooftops yeah because it makes you unique and different to be like i started this in 2004 that's cuckoo crazy because some people that are in my <laughs> there are people who are my you know colleagues or whatever in my industry who literally were in high school in 2004 or in middle school in 2004 and like Yikes. there's something to be said for like having longevity in a business like this and so I feel like whatever you're and if you've been in business for one year like then downplay that and upplay like that you went to art school or that you come from a design background or that you like your work is influenced by your love of cooking or art deco or whatever it is except for one like being in the under one year um point in your business you're also new Mm -hmm. and you got to work the whole new thing right people love new for sure and i think if you can like be clear with your customers about like what your intentions are and like why, why you're doing what you're doing and then have like super clear policies about things. Cause I feel like the whole Amazon, like we want to be treated with respect that a large business has been given, but we also want people to like understand that we aren't Amazon and we can't 
give a dude in a van our stuff and have it delivered to your house in four hours for free. Like that's doesn't that's not realistic. I think that comes in in like your FAQ page or your shipping no policies. But I know that no one reads it. But I think that when people like throw up the flag of like why is this taking so long or what it, like why can I get this in one day or can I come to your house and pick this up then you have something to point to sure, I know like I I almost always think that like those things are there completely as an after the fact yeah, thing. they are like I know one percent of people will even read that to begin with 99 percent of people will read it because you said you need to go read this and when they realize that that was there the whole time it does keep things from snowballing into horrible situations. All right. I'm going to do my rant. This is a bonus, is a bonus freebie. freebie rant. Like, yeah. Tiny rant. It's a freebie rant. Cause I knew like, I knew I would want to segue into it Yeah, and I can't save it. Um, so, um, I, I know I've already mentioned this last week, I think, but like part of my, like, uh, business goals moving forward is to like to not grow but to figure out how to like I don't know get my time back and um like uh make my personal priorities actual priorities you know but like keep the business the same yeah and then carve out my life back because I lost it yeah so um we were going to like do a staycation at the end of the like holiday craziness to like celebrate, treat ourselves, yes. right? Well, we just got around to that this Tuesday. <laughs> that's fine. Um, I mean, that's not too bad. It was because we got too sick much later. And then yeah, Steve yeah. had all these work things. January wanted, was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted to wait until like he was like settled in with his new classes. Yeah. He has a new class he's teaching at the Art Institute well, then you in can addition to his potentially other enjoy one. it more if you're right. ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to sneak it in before his classes started. He's like, no, I'll be better after they've started. Yeah. So we did it this Tuesday and we agreed that we weren't going to look at our phones. Yeah. 24 hours unplugging. Um, I checked my email. <laughs> <laughs> You broke um, the rules. And of course, there's an email from And you're like, a this is why I wasn't supposed to check my email. I'm actually just going to pull it up. Okay. Because I feel like it's... When imp- you looked at your email, were you like, of course. Yeah. Like, of course, it's not just a bunch of fun emails from like newsletters or something it's no gotta, it's gotta be a shitty like customer email one from my accountant which is like fine fine-ish except for you know more work i have to do yeah more shit because yeah. we're like you know in the process of getting our taxes done and um it's the first full year we're doing the s corp thing yeah um so there's additional shit she's needed and stuff i forgot to do and blah blah anyhow so that was like, uh, I'll, I can ignore that for now. Yeah. But I get, I just had it. Um, how did I lose? Okay, here it is. The subject is Laurel Studs order request, parentheses, time sensitive. <laughs> and I think. You should have just been like, delete. <laughs> I think I um, <laughs> saw the email. 
And you were Maybe like, 20 hmm, minutes is Valentine's after? Day like two days away? What could this be about? Um, oh, yeah. I hadn't even really thought of. about it yeah. yet. Um, so, wait, where's the first email? <laughs> Hi there. I would really like to order five of the laurel studs oh. that you have, but your website is only letting me purchase two. Because there are only two. Do you happen Idiot. to have at least one more I could order? There's a I thought you wanted five. There's a local <laughs> shop uh, that has two in stock. So I just need one more pair. I'm going to give them to my bridesmaids as a gift next week. Next week. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know that she's planned all her other wedding oh, shit. Oh, for sure. When did you order your but flowers? thanks for giving Four me months one ago? week yeah. to do Dipshit. your gifts for your bridesmaids. Ugh. Okay, so this email came in at... 539 on Tuesday. On Tuesday. Oh my god. And wait, when's her wedding? This weekend or next weekend? Well, she's trying to give them to her bridesmaids next week. <sighs> she needs them by the 21st. Okay, so like um, four business days, five business days. Did I Time sensitive. Okay, so what time did I say that? 539. 539, yeah. Um at 554, Ooh, she places an order oh, no. for the two bronze laurel studs. And then I had one pair of sterling ones in the And then she's going to want to switch it, isn't she? You know she's going to want to switch so it. That's not very much time in between sending the email no, and that's being like, like I give minutes. up. I'm just yeah, going to send. Fuck her. I'm going to send. I'm just going to do this. Also, she's, I like that she sent you the email at technically the end of the business day. It wouldn't have been for her because she's on the West Coast. Well, she's that's fucking... D- obviously, she doesn't understand about time zones. <laughs> um, okay. Because so I've emailed people and then I'm like, oh, they're in New York. That's an hour later. They won't get this until tomorrow morning. So I still haven't responded because I haven't seen any of this stuff because I'm right. having a romantic day <laughs> with my husband. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, it's also after 5 p.m. Yeah. and I'm allowed to do whatever the fuck I want. Um, <laughs> So she writes again at 6.07. I decided to purchase a sterling silver version. I think she's keeping you up to date. Yeah. Like I didn't see it. Right. Like my phone didn't make a noise. Okay. Um, As the additional pair, so you can disregard my question. Though, if you happen to have a spare gold pair available, I'd love to switch it out. Of just course. wanted to get my order in. Are those so different prices? Here are time. those two they things different prices? different prices? That's what I was going to say. Wait, now, is the silver more or the yeah, gold more? This, well, it's bronze and silver. She called them gold. The silver is much more. It's like $20 more. So, um, yeah, give her a bronze pair for the price of the no, silver one. No, she ones. would want a refund, of course. No, fuck her. Convenience fee. Time no, sensitive. No, that would never have worked. <laughs> I an asshole? So, Such an asshole. Like, <laughs> I, had, I had to write back and be like, I'm... Um, the the listings in the shop are um, Indi- indicative of what's sh- in the inventory. What's ready to ship? Yes. Like, um, you can order as many as you want, but it'll take time to make them. No, she can't. Like, it won't let you purchase something. No, no, no that I know, but exist. I'm saying like she could have emailed you and been like, three months from now, yeah, I need yeah, yeah. five pairs, and you would have been like, cool, that's a custom order. Let's yeah, take care I let of her it. know that I could have done a custom order, but I need two weeks. Um, and I bet you had your venue reserved two weeks ago. I bet you had your caterer reserved two weeks ago. I bet you had your wedding dress two years ago. Right. And like before you like even met your husband, she had to have seen that there are things on my site that say that these things are ready to ship. Otherwise, she right. should have been freaked out. Like if if she thought I was making these to order. There's no way she should have assumed that she would get them by next. I don't week. think people. I don't think people give a shit. I think people honestly, like, it's not that they 
care or don't care. It's that they literally don't have the thought in their brain. Their only thought is, I want this. Give this to me. I'm paying you money. Give this to me. So, you know. Especially if they're a bride. <laughs> if I hadn't been, like, trying to take fucking 24 hours off like i worked all it's your the i worked it's all, all your weekend, fault though so it's I all your fault one day it's off, all your fault you know p.s it's all your fault yeah p.s it's all your fault because you checked your email you said you weren't going to and then you did and then guess what fucking karma bit you in the ass no it's your fault because how would you have, would you have felt different wouldn't you have felt less annoyed and less angry and less pissed at her if you had just checked it the next day, I think I would have gotten a lot of other, I think she probably would have started sending me Instagram DMS. I've had this before, but again, if I don't, respond, if you didn't receive any of those yeah. things until you were done with your vacation, do you know what I mean? Like if you had checked back in and been like, I'm at work now. And then you had like 12 messages from a psychopath. Wouldn't you have been, would you have been less angry? Like, I would you, know. or would you have been like, what the fuck lady? I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of glad that I knew what I was getting myself into when I got home because we like packed them up and took them to the post office. Have you, have you, when you do take time off or you say I'm going to be off my phone or I'm not checking emails or whatever, do you ever set up an auto reply, like a vacation mode reply? I needed to for 24 hours. Of course. But like, I, I use auto replies on vacation. Yeah. But, Oh, that's another I thing I've thought about. I thought about making an auto reply that I'm um, for like, everything. For everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, for, like, I mean, weekends, I sure. For like just adding it to my signature. Yeah. I only replied it emails during these times. Absolutely. I mean, I think that's fair. Like if you if you get I mean, I've thought about doing that for sure and I don't know. I have no legitimate reason for not having done it already other than like I laziness. Just, I don't want to seem like I'm being a I, think, I don't like think it is though because I think it's more commonplace than you think it is okay. because I like especially like emailing people for at Roner like I would say half the emails I send out I get an automatic reply from people that are like because most of the people I'm emailing are like you know the designer at a company that we're printing business cards for or they're like the you know like somebody a person that's approving proofs for something and like I'm sending it to their office email like almost everyone immediately just has a message back that's like hi thank you so much for your message I want to let you know that I respond to emails within one to two business days and if you need immediate attention please you know like you know call me at my direct line or email this person or whatever it is like they sometimes have an alternative like more emergency route of contacting someone but then it's not, it's actually yeah. helpful for me yeah. because then I'm like, oh, cool. I don't have to hound them because I know when they're going to get this and I know when they're going to. And yes, you will still have people who are like a lunatic like that lady who will go on Instagram DMs. I've also seen people who on Instagram say, don't send me a DM. I won't respond to it. Uh, I mean, I recent, I don't like DMs at all. Um, like, I think that's fair. I think it's fair for people to not treat DMs like business correspondence. Everyone does that to me. You should not and I be tell doing them, that. It's Hi, unprofessional. Please. I always I respond. Always do. With, I say, email me directly. Email. Yep. I always do that. I had one recently where a girl needed a single earring because she lost one. Mm -hmm. And I said, Hi, please send me your mailing address to this email. And she just responded in the DM with her mailing address. And I thought, 
I, there's no. no way I can respond to this and be like, no, send no email me because that's. Oh, I do that it. Makes me look I do insane. it. I meet. No, I do that. I do that all the time. But you know what? People I do took that a with app to get her her <laughs> earring that um, I sent to her for free for some dumb reason. Um, but I think I I do that a lot. I mean, there's show of hands things too where I'm j- like I'm very close to having the show of hands account say do not send me DMs. I actually I will say I went to the um, that Galentine's market event. Yeah. Um, that that is looks fun. Mickey mm-hmm. Alice Quapis, is that how you say her name? I, d- I don't know her. She's the one that runs yeah. it. She's mm-hmm. a taxidermy artist, and I think she does oh, some other things. Yeah, her stuff's awesome. So she runs it. It's it's a great event. I am like I'm been very impressed. I was glad that I got to go to one. Um, and then like you basically donate feminine products to the Chicago Period Project as like your entry fee, your ticket fee, whatever. Mm. Um, but like. I totally lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? <laughs> Isn't that great? I just like my whole brain just collapsed around me. This is why wow. I'm like, this is why I'm like, do I have a brain tumor? Does my, is, I'm saying why words we're wrong about death. And then, yeah. And then we're talking about death and like life insurance policies. Um, um you went to this event. <laughs> oh, but she like. has a thing in okay. her. She has a thing in her. I mean, she has, a pretty large following. I think she has maybe 15,000 followers on her account. Mm -hmm. Um, And hers, the very first line of her Instagram bio is like, don't send me DMs. And then even on her Eventbrite page for this event that happened last night, it says, do not contact me about the show. Like, do not like, and it also, she also had to say stuff, which I've never really said out loud, but I'm always like, she had things that were like, don't contact Emporium Logan Square about this event. Do not send mm. an email to the Chicago Period Project asking if you can be a vendor. Like, and I'm like, it, you know, from an outside standpoint, it seems mildly excessive. Mm. Like, why does she have to tell people that? Yeah. Are people really doing that? Yeah. I, I'm from my own experience. Oh, my God. The number of people that call Artifact Events and are like, how can I be a vendor at Show of Hands? And they're like, why are you calling here? Like, do you not know how the world works? Yeah. Like, clearly this is not who you call. And they're always very nice. And they're always like, they, I've told them, just send them to the website. Like, just tell them to go to showofhandchicago.com. And like, it's amazing how people don't get things. But like, there's a certain point where you have to just be like, if you didn't follow the rules and then you're mad later when I like, don't do what you wanted because you didn't follow the rules. Like, I don't care. All right, I'm going to set up the auto email reply thing. I need to come up with more ways to, like, buy me some space. I think the auto reply thing is genius because I think that it, I think it actually, it actually touches on, like, what we're talking about, about, like, the boundaries between, like, how you would, like, the way you would treat a giant company versus how you would treat a small business. Like, you you wouldn't email target every 20 minutes being like, I need this, give this to me, send this to me. Why don't you have what I want? Like you would, I mean, or, and whenever I say those hypothetical things, Josh is the first to be like, or do they? And I'm like, Oh fuck. Yeah. You're probably right. They probably do. Like they're probably sitting on their computer right now in their cubicle, sending target a bunch of messages. But guess what? Target doesn't like bend over for them. Target doesn't, collapse all of their rules and policies and say of course let me send that to you for well, free right actually, now so they Target send replace um but like they will send everything. you an auto reply oh. you will get an automatic message 
Yeah. Or they have some customer service person. But guess what? You don't have a customer service person. Your auto reply on Gmail is your customer service person. So I feel like it's legit for you to be like, hey, if Target has customer service hours, then so does Michelle Starbuck Designs. Like, if I'm only answering emails between 8 and 5 on weekdays, that's when you're going to get my attention. And if that doesn't work for you, then maybe you need to shop somewhere else. That was one. Of, so I put a question in the group yesterday Yeah. Um, to try and get some people who feel the same way to share either how they're dealing with keeping their business yeah. small or like what, you know what they need yeah, help what with. they're feeling um, and that reminds me that uh elise from tidy clutterings had mentioned that she would love to find a way to outsource some things that included customer emails yeah and i feel like the auto reply thing would help um, i think give it just her kind a, of a like buffer. yeah i so think the buffer you can is say key. that um during these hours on these days i'm going to answer emails yeah if that's something that works they, for you right like um uh, I'm also now thinking about how Amber posted that screenshot of her unread emails yesterday. That said six six six. And I wasn't. I don't give a shit about six six six. I actually like that number because Steve likes it. It freaked me out that she that had six hundred sixty six unread emails. I can't even fucking um, fathom like, that. I have zero unread emails. Um, I currently have thirty seven, but that those just happened since I got here. Yes. I had it at zero before I left I this oh. morning and I will get it back to zero when I get home. Most of them are just like, Hey, buy this thing. I think that Amber actually had, I think that Amber, I'm surprised Amber. no, I think that Amber's actually somebody recently that I thought, Oh, she has an auto reply. I think she has an auto reply email. Okay. Because I sent her an email about something, the giveaway or her studio. I don't even remember what it was. Okay. And I'm, it might maybe it wasn't her. All right. But I feel like I remember getting a reply email from somebody that was just a very nice like, "Hey, thanks. Like we receive him, you know, like we check our emails." Uh, oh my god, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's my refill my parking meter alarm. Oh. Um you drove? I, I did. Oh. Cuz we got our car fixed. Yay. Yeah, I didn't know that. I was thinking about that. Um So, I think it was her, but I it when I got it, I thought, oh, that didn't, like, bother me or make me think, like, oh, fuck, she sent me, a, it's just an automated reply. Like, mm -hmm. I literally thought, oh, cool, thanks. Like, that let me know where I stand. I, I can now compartmentalize that message I sent mm -hmm. her in my brain as, sure. like, she'll respond to me tomorrow. So I think, like, as much as there might be people who are, like, Ugh, like, I mean, that cuckoo lady probably would be, like, annoyed but then again she probably wouldn't have kept emailing you like maybe that would have kept her from emailing you three oh, times you in an what? hour do you know um, what i mean this was going to be a rant um at the beginning of the year um because i feel like i need to give another example this uh happens to me kind of a lot um i'm gonna have to scroll back this is just too hilarious. Okay, so this was on December 15th, and it's three emails, three separate emails, right? I love so how people email <laughs> as if they're texting you. 
Um, I right? won't say what her name is, obviously. Say but her name, her Instagram say, handle, and her home address. I will just say that her first <laughs> name implies that she is probably <laughs> over 50, if not oh. over 60. So my mother's age-ish, 60s. Wait, so her name is like Estelle? No, that would be 80. <laughs> I'm just saying that no one names their child the same Wait, anymore. show me what it Our is so I know. Our friends oh, don't have yeah. this first no, name. No, you're right. Right? Or if they do, they don't go by that. Born in the <laughs> 70s or 60s, even. I'm thinking That's she was adorable. born in the 50s. I would love to find out that she's like 24. <laughs> There's no way. Okay, so the first email the subject is order 3456. Hi, I must have missed the spot where one can request that the item be gift wrapped. Yeah, you missed it. <laughs> it's underneath it's, the thing where you check say box. check yeah. out. Um, the Literally right next to it. is a Christmas gift for my daughter. You are her favorite designer. And since I'm shipping it to her, I was hoping it could be gift wrapped. Is there an extra fee for this service? There was not at the time. There is no. I will gladly pay it. Okay, so that's at 515. Also, well, let's give her a little bit of high that five credit sure. because... No. That one is fine. I'm shocked that I'm she. I'm not complaining about that. But I. Email. But I want to give her a point because I think that people should be validated in the whole like. Remembering that you will pay for things like yeah, yeah the, no, no no like it's so shocking to me when people are like I would like this gift wrap bye, and then you're like well now you've put me in the position of having to be like that costs extra. Um. So I when now when a you as the customer acknowledge. <laughs> that you may be you may need to pay more money it goes a long way and often leads to getting stuff for free sure no that that email was awesome that was at 5:15 okay at 7:41 same day she now has responded like replied to the email confirmation that other email was just a direct oh. email this okay. is now reply so she's thinking to about order it she's been thinking number. about it for 2 hours yeah I sent a request for gift wrapping. Did you get it? I didn't <gasps> see a place on the order to request it. If there is a fee for wrapping, I will gladly pay it. Please let me know. And I'm like, okay. And I'm not seeing any of these. I'm working, right? Also, here's another one. These these are emails, lady. You don't have my direct cell phone number. <laughs> At 837. Oh, no. She now sends another one. Oh, no. Ari, gift wrap my order. Estelle. <laughs> um, That's what I named her. <laughs> Hi, I sent an email right after I placed my order today. And I know. Since received two responses, neither are we my inquiry. Those are auto responses. Th those are that's the confirmation email you get. Probably one from PayPal, I'm guessing. Yeah, and one, the other one, one from, from Shopify. One from PayPal and one from Shopify. Right. I've since re received two responses. Neither are e my inquiry. Those were responses. Those I were hope receipts. you received it. I thought that I had seen on the website the availability for gift wrapping. Wow. When placing the order, I thought a box would pop up for it, but I either missed missed it or misunderstood the gift is for my daughter for christmas blah, oh blah, blah. my god <laughs> and she does mention like let me know if there's a fee but it's like oh <laughs> my god oh god damn it um you know what the best part is oh jesus her daughter exchanged it <laughs> <laughs> at least she didn't straight up return it um why are people so addicted to their so email <laughs> Okay, so here's the thing that bring I bring like I literally I'm, my first thought like, is what we just talked about with like the like oh well we, like our immediate response is always like you wouldn't just e like talk to Target like that you wouldn't email 
fucking Trader Joe's over and over again. But then I'm like, I think no, Estelle totally would email Trader Joe's like seven times. She would totally do that. I think that I'm she would be like, she would literally send them a message and then five minutes later be like, did you get my message? <laughs> I mean, actually, both of these examples, um, the people were being nice. Of course. You know, of I've course. gotten some oh, aggressively yeah. Me too. mean emails Me where too. I have to remember that people are used to having they think they have to talk they, to Amazon yes, like that absolutely. to get what they want people, and they forgot people have yeah. been brainwashed into yeah. like the only way I will get what I want is to have it escalate to anger so I might as well start at anger yeah, right like if I go immediately to level 10 I'll just get what I want and I can move yeah. on with my life instead of realizing that in the case of a small business mm. the opposite is true the the nicer and more understanding you are because you're talking to a fucking person and not a robot or a person that has no attachment to the company they're working for. Yeah. You will get much farther and you will probably get what you want and potentially get what you want at a discount or not, you know, and in a timely and I'm fashion. And I'm dealing with that too because I do the like overly nice thing where yes. they realize, oh shit, I was an asshole. Yeah. Without you all, me I mean, say it. I love doing that yeah, shit. I mean, I do fun. that to people in person yeah. where I'm just like, how yeah. are we doing today? Yeah shitty cool (laughs) i'm in a great mood especially because i'm talking to you right now (laughs) and then they're like oh i can't be an asshole or i can i have to be less of an asshole all right so i'm i'm working on we'll get my email i think that's a good yeah i think that's a really good like easy fix to like help alleviate some of that because some of it is like shit that you're putting on yourself like it it's stuff that you're like on the one hand, you can be like, well, of course you don't need to respond to that email. And of course you don't need to worry about it. And you can totally respond to it three days from now. That's your prerogative. But because you didn't lay that out for them, yeah. you feel obligated to be like, well, they're expecting me to respond to them right away. And they're getting more and more angry. Mm-hmm. So like, if you're just like, cool, the rules are this, I, there, an auto reply was sent to you, told you exactly what the deal is. You can then... It, let it go give a little me bit permission yes. to feel okay taking any day, a off. day off or even like fucking six hours after you've worked all day sure. to like go to dinner and then go to sleep. I mean that, I mean, maybe that's my I've entire people goal email for this me, years. I've had some people email yeah. me like at fucking nine 30 at night. And then like in the morning at seven in the morning, they're like, why haven't you replied to this oh, really? yet? And you're like, I was sleeping. <laughs> Humans go to sleep. Fuck off. Like I will, like I'm allowed to get to you when I get to you. But now we've created this world where again, giant corporations have systems in place yeah. where like they have a chat window that pops up when you're on their website. That's like, hi, can I help you with something? Yeah. Sometimes those are automated and not helpful at all. They're definitely, I mean, mo- I would say most of them are automated, but like, I don't this know. I mean, even, even Facebook has that where it like pops up with that thing. Mm. That's like, these people yeah. will reply to you in X amount of hours. Mine and like, here's the never. FAQ. I'm, um, Yesterday, I needed to find an email address for Square regarding payroll. Yeah. And um, I think it took me a full 10 minutes to find it. To figure out who to email? Like, they've hidden it so deep yeah, that I like, couldn't find like, it. They're like, please don't email us. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if I've heard back or not, because I'm trying really hard not to actually check my email right now, because I'm recording a podcast. But 
Um, I've checked my email while recording. Yeah. It's just like a nervous habit. Don't check it. Estelle might have emailed you again. <laughs> Estelle, back off. <laughs> um, no, I mean. Your daughter didn't nice, even like what you like picked like out. so aggressive. <laughs> it's funny, too, because sometimes you, you do. I mean, in those instances, like when you think like, oh, this is an older person or, oh, this is a person that maybe doesn't order from online shops a lot or, oh, this is whatever, like you, whatever the maybe like pass you give them, you kind of think, well, let me back off a little bit. Like I'm, maybe I shouldn't be as angry as I feel because maybe this, but then you're also like, no, like learn how to respect other people. I was in high stress mode. Like respect other people's space a little bit. Like it's just reading it now. I'm like (laughs) so much calmer about it. But at the time I was like, I can't do anything else. Like I just (laughs) want to like fall into a hole. I mean, I think that's (laughs) part of the, I don't know. I think the whole staying small like the desire to stay small doesn't mean no growth and it doesn't mean not improving. It doesn't mean don't make I more think it money. Does mean improving. It means it for sure. Means it means improving. making your life better. Like it means, it means choosing the things that I, there were a couple things that I looked up Yeah, you have notes online. There were, so the pla- the things I want people to go look at, Definitely, if you haven't read Small Giants, I read Small I Giants. I almost said I tried reading it. I checked it out, and I didn't read so it. So it's called Small Giants. Happened. It's by Bo Burlingham. It's from, like, I want to say over 10 years ago. I don't know when it was actually don't published. Don't you think it's more of an example of, like, the small business that we're not sort of I situation? do. It definitely yeah. is. But I think that when you read it, if you can... If you can the whole time you're reading it, like adapt each scenario to your business, like okay. you can you can easily pull things from it that make you go, I see how this could apply to me in a much smaller scale. I see how that like there a lot of it is about like the choices these businesses have made, and like if you can take it out of the specific context of. Like that they're talking to the guy who owns Cliff Bar. Like mm, obviously yeah. we're not fucking Cliff Bar. Yeah. But you can you can pull very specific things from each story and apply it to your own business. Like okay. things where they have actively decided to not become billion dollar companies. And if you can scale it way, way down. Way, way down. It does it. I loved it. I thought, I mean, even if it's just, if you're a person that really likes reading about other businesses and how people run their businesses, which Michelle's making a face that she does not enjoy (laughs) that. Um, I mean, it's, it also probably is like a good audio book. I would think like, I don't know who reads it. I don't know if Bo Burlingham reads it. I don't know. I'm not sure it matters, but I think that it's probably a good thing to listen to because each there are these like chunks of stories so like even if you started listening to one if you're if it's not resonating with you about cliff bar then skip that one and go to like the one that's about righteous babe records like there's but none of them are about like a business where the owner is physically making the thing no no, not at all that's where i have a hard time applying any of these i know and isn't that isn't that suck that like we're so underrepresented as underrepresented as businesses where it's either the people in small giants mm-hmm. where it's like fucking cliff bar mm-hmm. or it's like some goddamn 
craft book. Etsy. Right. Bo- yeah. Like I made these yarny bobs and put them mm. on Etsy and now I make 40K a year. And you're like, fuck, Jesus. Like, I, no. Like, why isn't there a middle? Why isn't there something in the middle of that? Maybe we're supposed to create that I'm not writing a book. Oh. <laughs> I don't have no, time for that. I mean, we don't even have time to like make a if anybody like knows if anybody knows of our if we're missing something if there is like if it's a podcast if it's a book if it's a blog if it's something like i feel like there's something missing where like i mean it's the way i feel about show of hands where i'm like this is a this is a viable part of our economy like people like us are the way that the economy can succeed instead of fail and yet we are completely underrepresented. We are never talked about. We are not acknowledged as being serious bez- business people. Mm-hmm. We are not, we are underappreciated by consumers. We are looked at as hobbyists and like playing at work and side hustle bullshit. And it's not, it's not correct. It's not real. And I feel like, it's hard to find the that gap between like I'm a hobbyist crafter and I make 1.7 million dollars a year and have 10 employees and own two storefronts and have a warehouse. Like there where where's the middle? Um well so one of the things recommended by Jamie was Fizzle. They have a podcast and I had never heard of it. Um Oh yeah, that's what we recorded and then uh, and then deleted. Was me going, wah, wah, wah. Oh, I'm now I'm so sad that that, <laughs> is that? Yeah, we, we deleted, deleted that. that. Yeah, we deleted that. Because really? Are you sure? Yeah, it was the beginning of, that was the first thing we recorded <laughs> and then we deleted it. I thought we made fun of the Mm-mm. podcast Mm-mm. in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to re-listen to it and it's going to be on that there. We hey, did you guys, did we do an air raid siren? at the beginning of this episode we or talked is about that the, in our imagination you don't think that's the thing we recorded and then deleted no we only talked for four minutes on that i don't think we got all that in four minutes we should check that four minute thing that we stopped recording and see if it sounds okay and then we should put that on the patreon <laughs> um <laughs> as, sure. a, bonus, I mean, as a bonus episode right and just be we like we should just have microphones attached to us at all times oh i think so um, and okay. then Josh will love that. <laughs> he'll, so he'll love the editing of that. <laughs> we won't edit it. Um, oh, it's just run, It's just like live stream. Live stream. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fizzle, they have a website. Um, looks like you can subscribe to get access to courses. Um, and I'm just looking at this on my phone for the first time. So um, I don't know if it's actually Why is it helpful. Fizzle? Why is our podcast called Pancake Town? I, I want to know the story. We do have a story. We have a story, so yeah. I want to know what their story is. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm. It's a really long homepage. Uh, let's see <laughs> about. Let's see if it tells me. Um. Anyhow, I browsed through the titles of their podcast, and I was like, "Oh my god, these all sound amazing!" Yeah. Like, I guess I'll read some yeah, in a read second. Some of them. Af- well, I'm letting the about thing uh load. Um, I'm probably going to accidentally turn the podcast on because I cannot get used <laughs> to. <laughs> well, then we can hear phone. the air raid siren. I got a new phone. Wah, 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 wah. And the pod- <laughs> have you don't use the podcast. No, app, right? I don't. Um, I, 
where I used to click on for details, it now plays the episode. Oh. And, and you're so like, I'm shit. constantly <laughs> just playing episodes like an old lady who doesn't know how to use things. Okay. Um, <laughs> like Estelle. <laughs> um, oh, so I'm just going to read random ones. This one's called From FOMO to Focus. Oh, Jesus. Um, time management, multitasking, and recognizing potential. How to name your business. I really want to listen to that one because we've thought about doing something about that um uh just applying premium prices for your premium premium product Ooh, this one i really want to listen to please don't jump the entrepreneurial leap myth nice um partnering partnering with clients the good the bad the ugly save your business from the yes monster learn how to <gasps> say no effectively oh yeah don't these all sound yes. really great Ooh, self-sabotage and imposter syndrome how to get out of your own way burnout rebirth and the weird netherworld between the two doesn't this sound like an amazing podcast yeah it sounds awesome except for um as jamie <laughs> pointed out unfortunately One after i started is listening really, to it is really radio dj i like what she says i gotta read it so um, I started listening to on my way here. I and think then we when deleted me here, making fun of them. Um, Jamie says, <laughs> um, I will warn you, the main host <laughs> is hyperactive and the intro is over the top. The intro is so over and the like, top. Oh, I wish I had read that before I started listening. So Michelle to played it. it for me when she like the first thing <laughs> she did when she came in this morning. She's like, I gotta play this for you. And then and it's literally, I kid you not, there's like an air raid siren. It's hilarious. And now I feel like, Ours is just not up to hype. Like our, we need to hype ours up way. I, no. We need we need to like let's just be horns. We need We're to not just excited like, about wah, this wah, at wah, all. Wah. We need like rave music. I think it, that noise you're making, we need to record into a button for sure. Huh, huh. Wait, I'm gonna find Wait. a recording of it on my phone right now so can we can you, play it. Why don't you buy a re- a button on Amazon and have it delivered to us while we're here. Cause we'll be here for a bit <laughs> and I'll get here. Get like Postmates to bring me a, or Uber, deli- no, they have Uber that delivery Amazon now thing. I'm sure that one of the oh Amazon now products, you guys, is this is what your Patreon money can be going towards. <laughs> if you support us on Patreon, we can be having shit delivered to us at the coffee shop. I think we have to do at least one Patreon shout out subscriber, right? Is there new people? There's at least one new person. Do you want me to look them up? Um, I don't maybe know at the would, end of the episode. I don't know how I would do that on okay, my phone. Well, um, you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> we'll shout them out next time, or we'll shout them out. We yeah, need we'll to, shout we'll them we'll out. Get organized. Time. Um, uh, I wanted to see if there's wah, wah, anything wah. else that was. I in did it better earlier, and now I feel like it, we definitely deleted it, and now I'm sad. But we're going to start the intro to Pancake Town now is going to be like, what's up, everybody? It's Pancake Town. (laughs) We're going to talk about small business. Right. And then people will be like, fuck, I'm not listening to this garbage. People are terrible. If you like our information, but hate listening to us, you might like this other podcast. That's true. Because it's very different. Yeah. uh, There are they don't um, go on random tangents about completely unrelated shit. I mean, they're very focused. Maybe you like that about us. I don't know. I will say that I found with some podcasts where like I listened to an initial, like we were talking about Andy J pizza. (laughs) (laughs) 
who has a podcast called Creative Pep Talk that I'm like super into the whole concept of the podcast. I'm very much into the episodes and like the people he has on. I think like, well, not all of them, but like a good amount of them are interview episodes. Um, but like I listened to one episode and like he has a very like boisterous like radio voice and he has a very interesting accent and I mm. found myself the entire time all I could focus on was his voice. I could not listen. I was, I kept having to like back up and re-listen to things. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I was just listening. I have no idea what he just said. Well, I have that problem like all the time. Cause I, <laughs> With all I'm people. a daydreamer. Well, so I think though, what I'm what I was gonna say is that I think with a lot of podcasts you have to kind of get over that initial like getting used to the person's voice. Yes. Like I had that with my favorite murder, mm-hmm. where like the first couple episodes I was like, they sound exactly the same. I can't even tell them apart. It's really annoying. And then four episodes in, I was like, how did I not? How could I not tell them apart before? They clearly have very distinctive voices. I but I just had, I had to, that problem. I had to I like get used to it. I couldn't identify who was who yes. like I needed to put a face right you needed it. to attach Karen's voice to Karen women. and Georgia to Georgia like I also listened to oh no Ross and Carrie yeah and I don't actually know what they look like at all but yeah. I I don't need help distinguishing between right. a male voice and a female yeah their voice. voices are different Very enough easy. yeah and Karen and Georgia's voices are somewhat similar I don't think they're that similar, but now but listening to them after having listened to 80 plus episodes. Now I'm like, how did I ever think that they had the same voice? Like they clearly mm. don't. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that I need, to, I might need to give creative pep talk a chance since I literally only listened to one episode. Um, and then I would like, I feel like I could, give this fizzle a chance despite the I want hilarious to, intro. really bad yeah and also you can like fast forward like if the intro every time is him kind of like yelling air raid siren in I your face at the episode. beginning then you can just skip that part i listened to part of one before i realized it really wasn't the information i wanted for today yeah um it was uh they interviewed a guy who wrote a book about keeping your business small a new book oh what um, was the book do you remember I mean, I can find out because that would be uh, the book is called Company of One. Why staying small <gasps> is the next big thing for small nice. business. OK. I'm gonna look um, up. And I thought I didn't realize that the episode name was the name of this book and that that's what it was going to be about was interviewing. Oh, him. right. That yeah. is the episode with the air raid thing. <laughs> um and you guys the beginning really of it, it's just not what i wanted if this is today. a repeat of the beginning of this episode because i don't remember that we deleted it even though i'm almost positive we deleted it the beginning of this episode that michelle played for uh, for me was like him being like what are you doing where are you going what's happening where are you wearing your headphones what are you listening to right now do you feel great how's your day oh my god i'm glad you're here with us like it was so it was just like all the same uh, intensity level with like no pauses and no breaths. I don't know how to get to that level. And oh my, I mean, it's a skill. Like it's a skill to be like a DJ, <laughs> a DJ basically. That's what, yeah. But I think like that's what's funny is like there are several podcasts that are like that where the host is like this bigger than life personality and they have like you know, like, and they're doing, they're kind of putting on a slight affectation to be like, Hey everybody get hyped up. We're about to talk about micro businesses. Like it, <laughs> and like anybody could do that. You can learn how to do that, but whether or not you have the energy to 
What Keep other doing notes it. do you have? Oh, so I wrote down those. I also wrote down Inc.com. So I-N-C. That was on the website that had the $2 million. Yes, that's right. And $200 million. So there's like a shit ton of articles on there that apply to a lot of things that have nothing to do with the kind of businesses we're run that we're running. Like there's a lot of talk of startups and things like that on there. Um, but if you, if you search for some things, there are some like really good kind of, you know, nuggets of wisdom in there. Um, and then, oh yeah. And then the Lisa Congdon post oh, that yeah, came up about that. literally yesterday and I texted it to Michelle because I was like, is Lisa Condon like listening to us through our phones? Um, I would prefer her listening to us than anybody else. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Um, although I feel bad for her that she has to listen to us. Um, <laughs> so we've talked about Lisa Congdon before. She's an illustrator that um, is based on, she's based in Portland now. Um, she, if you're not following her, follow her immediately. Her work is fucking lovely. Um, but she, yesterday she posted um, this adorable illustration that's a lovely bird. Um, kind of sitting on a nest and it says permission to take an intermission and she has kind of a pretty succinct little caption about kind of the hustle and like her experience with like getting like basically suffering from burnout when she was kind of at the picket like really at the uh, kind of a high point mm -hmm. in her success and like everybody was demanding a lot of her attention and her time and she kind of realized like do I want this to continue on this like upward track or do I want to like choose my own path and not, you know, so it was actually, she, and she talks about saying no. Um, and then I guess like in the last year or two, she was just like working way too many hours and she was exhausted and it kind of, I don't know, it, it resonated with me a lot and felt it was interesting that we were about to talk about staying small. Um, and this is my year of the anti hustle. That's right. Yeah, and she talks about um, kind of just, like, getting caught up in busyness and, like, losing sight of yourself and, like, get, like having a year go by where you're like, oh, shit, I just work. Like, all I did was work. Yeah. Um, so I feel like, I don't know, it was just a really nice post and it feels good. It says, at the very end of it, it says... Um, she likes to give herself permission to be a slacker on occasion, to take breaks, to have stricter boundaries around work, to rest, to get on my bike and ride for miles and end my workday early when I can to spend time with people I love. I made this piece to continually remind myself that it's not okay to, that it's not only okay to rest and move slowly when I need to. It's integral to my happiness and my health. A, a fucking men. I have to like, does she sell that? Cause I could use. Right. I think yeah. we all want a print of this. I guarantee you in these comments, it's like, where's the print of this? Um, the So the episode of Fizzle that I listened today, um, they one of the co-hosts mentions that for some of us, the hustle is easier than forcing ourselves to slow down yeah. and evaluate things. It's easier to just go, go, go um, and not have to worry about like the little d 
detail or like building something. Yeah. You know, just like if you're constantly just keep busy, moving forward and yeah, then you don't have going to forward yeah. is easier than stopping and evaluating. Well, and there's kind of like a fear of not like it's almost like when you think, oh, I should stop and give myself a rest. You have this fear that comes up of like, yeah, but if I do that, am I going to lose an opportunity or lose money or lose a sale or whatever it is? And it's like, no, you're like, if you burn out, you will. Like if you burn yourself out and you're miserable, you definitely will lose money and an opportunity and momentum. Mm -hmm. But it's hard to remember that because if it, if you are a person that just, works 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 right. it's hard to like l allow yourself to not push yourself constantly um now i'm thinking about how both lisa congdon and um emily mcdowell who they're like they kind of have yes. a little thing well now they're now. partnered she has a line of products with yeah. emily mcdowell and friends so they've kind of like they're both like equally famous yeah. um yeah but they've taken totally different well, paths. Well, they also have like this really interesting level of transparency where yes. like they they are very open about like who they are and mm -hmm. their struggles and their successes and like their feelings and like it's n it's nice to see because they also are very professional and represent themselves very well mm -hmm. in the public eye. So you're not just like we get it. You're tired. Like it's not, you know, it doesn't feel, I don't, yeah, I don't you don't feel, that feel way. like, yeah. okay, I get it. I'm supposed to pity you. I guess I'll no. go buy something from your Etsy shop. Like you feel very much like they're just being honest yeah. and it makes you feel yeah, better about yeah. like, Oh, if this person that I admire and look up to is also struggling, maybe I'm not falling apart. Maybe it's fine. I'm, um, I just, it's interesting though that like Lisa's solution, they both got to this burnout point. And, Boom! Um, Found your thing. What thing? It's on her Etsy oh. shop. Oh, sweet! The permission to take um, an intermission is on her Etsy shop. So she has an Etsy shop. Mm-hmm. Lisa, that's crazy. Yeah, she's got a shit ton of stuff on it too. Um, I would think that her. She also has twenty five hundred, uh, five star ratings. Um, so she's decided she doesn't want to like hire a team or like, you know, make this whole big, like have a warehouse and I don't know, maybe she has a warehouse, whatever. She's decided to say no more often and to keep things like manageable yes. on her own. Yeah. Like make to, it, have it be on her terms. Yeah. To be more of a single person yes. run business. Whereas Emily was in the same spot and what saved her was taking shit off her plate and giving it yes. to a team of yes. people. Yes, working with other people to have, like, delegate the responsibilities that she didn't want to take on. Right. Yeah. So her solution was growth to give herself the freedom she needed. Yeah. Yeah. So... But also, when like... you're thinking about Spreading this, out the growth, not just being like, I'm going to... You know, like she she got help to grow, right? Like, and there are like um, consequences to for sure choosing growth. Like her profits are probably um, more minimal now, yeah. um, or like it's going to take time to build back up again. Yeah, like obviously it's costly to grow um, and have like payroll expenses and like rental for your warehouse and office and all this stuff like 
taking those things off her plate is going to mean less money for Emily. Right. Probably. Right. At least initially. Less potential money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, whereas um, keeping things like when most of the money is going towards you. Yeah. You know. And you have to has, decide that. Yeah. Like, I think that's part of the question is like, is your... I think that's why people get wrapped up in the like, why would you want to stay small? Doesn't stay small equal not as much money, but like maybe your priority is not more money. Mm. Like maybe your priority is enough money. More of, uh, more of the percentage of the profit goes directly towards you. Yes. But so I guess I I should rephrase that. It's not necessarily less money overall. Yeah. If you grow, but the percentage of money. Right. Proportional to your. Yeah. Yeah. Would be less. You're giving up your profits to pay for these. And it's like with everything. It's like the investment that you make is like, do you know, if you hire an employee, that's just that's not just like more. You're not going to like increase your production and increase profits for free you have to mm-hmm. now you now have to pay an employee like yeah. you you have to like defer one you have to balance the one the cost of one with the mm-hmm. payout of the other and that's the choice always is like will this will this ease something in the business will this make my job easier will this m- improve my work environment will it improve my life will it will it make me more money like those are all things you have to think about when you're growing or adding or changing Mm -hmm. and it's why people like change like it's why the same decision can be one person can decide I need to get the hell out of my apartment and have a studio and be separate and that works really well for them and at the same time another person can be like I need to give up this studio space that I have and move into my house and make that the way I work and both neither is right or wrong or moving in one direction or the other they're both moving forward Mm -hmm. it's just different for different people and I think people get nervous about like am am I moving in the right direction according to everyone else Whereas you should just be moving in the right direction according to you. Right. Because you don't know what <coughs> that other person's um, circumstances are. Right. Like, um, uh, oh, actually, I wasn't even thinking about using this as an example, but um, I follow a printmaker who did a post recently about how she just wanted to let everyone know that the reason that she's able to keep doing what she's been doing has been doing for 10 years in the space that she has is because her and her husband bought the building yeah. when they started. He has a coffee shop. Oh, and yeah. And she has a print shop next door. Nice. And the reason... That sounds awesome. They can do that <laughs> is because <coughs> they own the building. Right. And bought They're, it yeah. when they moved in. Right. And... Um, you know, she like gave him like all this credit for like how he's sacrificed everything, you know, yeah. at various t- various times when his business already had minimal profits. Right. For her, for her to have this space, and, like, yeah. How she keeps taking up more and more space, <laughs> and how he doesn't complain. And she's like, I just wanted to let you know that like, I, I have these. Um, circumstances right we all have allow me to do this and I think everybody has like a set of things that 
hold you back and a set of things that give you an advantage. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we all have those things like a lot, like, and sometimes they're out there in the open and public for everyone to see. And sometimes they're none of anybody's fucking business, sure. but it's why that it's why the whole imposter syndrome thing is so dangerous because like, not only are you looking at a filtered lens of someone's life on a phone, you're also looking at someone's life that definitely is not the same as yours. Mm-hmm. It is 100% yeah. certain right. that their life is not yeah. the same as yours. They didn't grow up where you grew up. They didn't have the same family situation that you have. They didn't graduate from the same high school or go to college in the same way you did. They didn't have a f- the same first job you did. They didn't meet the same people you've met. So stop comparing so yourself. So wh- how them. the yeah. hell are you going to compare yeah. your life to theirs? You don't compare your life to, I'm not comparing my life to an 80 year old uh, man who lives in Japan, who is a farmer. Did so you just pull that out. Yeah. Of so why would I compare my life to another greeting card designer that also lives in Chicago? The, we're a we're exa- we're I'm just as much the same. <laughs> what? I'm just like if I were trying to come up with someone that I'm very opposite of, I you don't wouldn't think, think of I an old man gone. that's from Japan that's a farmer. Is he um a farmer in Japan? Yes, I he just lives don't in Japan. Think about J- Japanese farmers, he's like a rice farmer. Okay, because I'm stereotyping. I'm. Um, that's a thing though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I'm not like on Instagram, like, I wish I had a rice farm. Why can't I have a rice farm? Do we have rice farms here? No. Yeah. Okay. Right? So there you go. Stupid. Don't compare yourself to the rice farmer, you guys. <laughs> Hello. I don't think we can make that our uh, title. Everyone will be like, they've gone off the deep yeah. end. It's time to stop I doing your podcast. I wanted to write it down, but I'm like, yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, <laughs> no. Not interesting. I, I'm going to leave the... <laughs> I'm going to leave that right moment. here. Yeah. I, th- I don't know. I think it's interesting to think about, like, letting yourself be who you want to be and, like, letting your business be the business you want. Because, like, you know you can sit there and make a list of things that are, like... Like, if you sat down and made a list, one column is everything that you are being told you should be doing, everything that, like, the outside world is is making you feel like you're missing out on. Mm-hmm. And if that's, like, I should own a store, I should have employees, I should have a studio space, I should be pumping out X amount more product, I should have a better website, I should, whatever it is, like don't think about what you want at all. And some of those things might be things you actually want, but make a list of like all the things that outside expectations are putting on you and then make another column that is the stuff that you're like, if my business was exactly the way I would want it, what, what would I, what would I write on that list? I like this. Let's all do this. So like, what would column B be? Wouldn't it be, I can pay myself a salary. I can take X amount of vacation days a year. I can have opportunities to work with other people. I can have a studio space that, you know, is in this neighborhood. Like it's kind of the bullshit, like secret manifest destiny crap. But like, if you actually started looking at that list and realizing how many things don't match. Yeah. I think you'll, you'll stop and think like, wow, there's no point in me comparing myself to other people's expectations because I don't even want those things. I want these other, I want column B things. I'm just thinking though, because 
I think it's ironic that you put have as many vacation days in your column because <laughs> that's not my list. It's a hypothetical list. I, w- I would think that <laughs> almost everyone listening, including the two of us, yeah. cannot figure out how to take nope. a correct amount of vacation in a year. Nope. Because I like this is something I'll probably bring up in a later um, episode. We want to try to take our first ever long vacation. And when you say long vacation, how many? What do you mean? Ten days. Yeah, that's what I want. I've never done that. Oh my god, that's what I want. I um, want to do a road trip to the Grand Canyon because we have. A car oh my god! Now. You should, but you should get like a fucking camper. No, that'd be amazing. The car that so we have. Fun. No. Um, and I've car that you have can't sleep in the car that you have. No, I know. With a kitchenette, that would be cute. Yes, but the whole yeah. point is road to trip do would be good. A less expensive vacation. I've thought about that now that we have the new car. Sure. Where I'm like, you ooh, should, should totally we could actually drive to yes. fucking Colorado in that car. But we couldn't in the mini. Like, am I supposed to shut my website down for ten days? Or leave it up hmm. and end up with crazy hmm. people uh-uh. emailing nope. me, even though uh, I'll have notes all over saying that it's not shipping. But if you planned, if you planned ahead really well, you could probably like hand over a little bit of that responsibility to somebody else for a week. I know that seems crazy, but people do it all the time. You could literally have it be like someone else gets those emails for a week, and they literally just take care of it Eh. Um, but if i think i think i mean how many times have you seen people go our shop is closed like i think that's legit like you're allowed to do whatever the fuck you want i'm I'm afraid giant businesses close for three weeks around christmas and nobody suffers for it i close um for a week and a half ish so i think christmas i think that just because it's not a national holiday doesn't mean you're not allowed to be like listen and if you would if you publicize it early enough if you're like look for the three these three weeks in august i'm worried about the money not coming in for that period of time but then you just buffer it with like a sale before and a sale after or something or you like really push something right before it so that you double up your money or add more you know what i mean like i think if you if you if you planned it and said like my intention is going to be like to make up those sales in a different way okay that you could we probably just do it. Because I feel like you definitely need to not have it open when you're gone. Like, for fucking yeah. sure. Yeah. Would be to, like, offer free shipping during that period. Like, hey, you're not going to get yeah, it yeah. for a while. I think that's legit. People do that a lot. I think, I that's, just, I think that works. I worry Especially about... Especially if it's not during a time. Yeah. Like, you're not timing it with, like, right before Mother's Day or right before Christmas. Like, it if you're doing it in the... Mother's Day. Right. If you're It'd doing it, May. like, in May or June when, yeah. like people aren't like i need this right now and there will be a couple people who will need it right now like estelle or well or no not estelle the other lady we didn't have right like what's her name what am i supposed to do when someone thinks that they're they need something in a week and i'm you know not even at home but you have an honor reply that says we're on vacation and it also says it on our website and it also says it on our instagram and it also said like i know it's on and them. It, it's not Christmas, so it's okay. Like yes. that's the reason I close it for Christmas is because I used to do the thing where like there was a big thing that says, "Hey, yeah, orders are shipping right. starting January 1st, and then some dude buys something on December 23rd and goes, "Oh, I thought it would ship." I think you can I think you can you have to let that shit go cuz that's not on you. 
if you if you don't tell anyone and you don't have it on every fucking aspect of your website as like a pop-up window and an announcement bar and on your Instagram bio and on your Facebook page, well then yeah, you deserve you know for if people it gets to be out mad. Of control, I can shut it down remotely. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Right. And maybe if on your vacation you're like on this day in the middle of my vacation, I'm going to I'm allowed to just check in on things. And then you're back to no. I think that I'll have to answer my emails. Yeah, I th- but I think that if you, I don't like things piling up. I think that you would. Ha- I think you need to schedule that so you don't just have your phone on you all the time and always be like, I'm just randomly checking it. No big deal. Like I think you and Steve have to agree that like on this day, at this time, and then on this day at this time. And then that's it. Yeah. Because otherwise you will just get some shitty email from someone that will spiral you into being upset on your vacation. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously I'll have that's auto shitty. reply. It's fine. Yes. I just like, oh, it's so but frustrating. But I think it is amazing that like we have such a hard time. Like think noise? about people. I think it's the heater. Oh, is it on? I think so. I'm There's so a cold. radiator in the back. I'm so cold. I think that we just give ourselves so much shit for like acting like everyone else does like everyone else in the world has a fucking job that has vacation days a lot of times they're paid vacation days Mm -hmm. and like people just walk away from their job and turn everything in their brain off and they don't give a fuck about their job they don't give a fuck about their clients they don't give a fuck about like who's calling them they literally are fully okay with the fact that i am on vacation and guess what? When I get back, that's when I'll deal with you. I've never and like we're ever so had hard that. on ourselves about yeah. that. And so it would be this really is great. The like, big con of staying small, right? Is that yeah? If you were a little bigger, if you grew into a place where you had four employees, you could go on vacation wherever the fuck you wanted to because someone's there to manage those responsibilities, and you don't have to worry about yeah. it. Yeah. Right. So that. Yeah, that's definitely something I have to conquer this year. Or um, something that came up on Tuesday was talking about how um, I used to have all these hobbies in addition to Oh, yeah, jewelry. I think about that a lot. And Steve's like, oh, you haven't knit at all recently. Yeah, and I think like, about that no, I haven't. all the time where I'm, like, not making things and not, like, using my hands as much as I want to be and well, should I'm be. I'm using my hands just only well, no, for I one mean, thing. Yeah. Like m- so much of my work is like, like sketching is not make is not using my hand. I mean, it is, but like it's in my mind, I'm like, I'm not fucking getting my hands dirty and like gluing mm-hmm, shit mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. making books and like, d- you know, I want to be doing other things though. Yeah. Like what happened to my other hobbies? They're gone. I haven't. They gone. I used to be able to read like most nights in a week. Yeah. And now I just work until I fall asleep. Yeah, I've had to renew a library book like four <laughs> times. Yeah, we got to adjust. We need to adjust. We need to adjust. And I feel like we don't need we don't need to get bigger to adjust. Well, no. And I mean, in my circumstance, getting bigger is just not an option. I've said this yeah. recently again. I can't hire another person. There's no place for another person yeah. to work in our apartment and we can't move. So it's not an option. I've already taken a ton of stuff off my plate um, that Steve does now for me. Yes. Which is a good, which is a step in the right direction. Like Cute. I feel like yeah, that's, it was a really yeah. good step. Um, like I don't pay him that much. And yet we saw like a 50% increase overall last year. Yeah. 
and I'm certainly not paying him (laughs) 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 for, you know, like it's not equivalent. Right. Um, Yeah. So, but now, now that that has happened and it sounds so whiny, like, I had this, you know, like things are really good. (laughs) I hate my success. Yeah. (laughs) Um, also, I'm like, I know how much I'm supposed to be paying myself and I don't, I don't pay myself as much. Yeah, that's a huge. I'm still waiting for my accountant to tell me you need to pay yourself more money next year. She has not said anything about it, but I was a little bit worried I was going to get yelled at because with the S Corp, you're supposed, you have to pay yourself a living wage. Yes. um, Which I seem to remember her mention was $40,000. And I did not pay myself that much Fuck. last year. I'm not paying myself that much at I all. I don't need that much. I would. I do. I, I would mean, love I to have that much. Don't. Oh my god. I mean, I told you that I've been paying but if myself you did, the um the equivalent of what would sixty thousand be, and now like the money I would normally just be throwing back into my business mm-hmm. is sitting in my personal checking account doing right. nothing because I didn't need it. Yeah, but that's why you need to buy a fucking house, lunatic. Um, well, there are other reasons why we're not (laughs) buying a house. Um, like, you know, they want to look at two years of W-2s for your mortgage. I mean, the only reason, the only reason we were able to buy a house was because of Josh's job. Yeah. Like if I was trying to buy a house by myself, they would laugh in my fucking face. After this year, we'll have the two years of W-2s. Um, but even then, we need to decide if we're staying here or if Steve's right. going to do a job search for teaching jobs elsewhere. Right. You know, it's that whole like he could have a really good teaching job at a small liberal arts school. Right. Yeah. Or he can be, you know, like spend forever working his way up at a big right. school here. Right. So we don't know. That's Ugh. a whole nother thing. That's a whole other thing. That's a different yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, I th- I mean, I don't know. I feel like sometimes I get really down on myself about like being a company that's going to turn 15 years old this year and like what shouldn't month? um September. Oh, okay. I'm going to have a party. Yeah. Yeah, I've decided already. I told Josh I was like I need to throw some serious money at like an event. Okay. For fucking Orange Beautiful for my fucking business that's older than like grown children do it over a renegade weekend I, that no that's actually when i want to do it don't tell them um don't tell them. <laughs> they'll be so intimidated um i just there there are a lot of times where i feel like if i had done things differently that i would that i would be so my company would be so much bigger do you know what I mean? Like there is always that feeling of like, oh, I could be the card company that has like 20 lines of cards and yeah. is in 150 stores all across the world and has card reps and is at the stationery and gift shows every year and blah, 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 blah. If I had like literally just taken the straight line to that 15 years ago instead of like doing custom work for seven years and then stopping doing custom work and then opening a retail yeah. store. And then in the middle of having the retail store, starting show of hands yeah. and then closing the retail store and then going back to doing custom design work and then doing like licensing shit and then starting to do wholesale cards again. And like if I had just stayed on the path on the straight and narrow and just done the linear thing, 
wouldn't I, would I be in a totally different place where I can pay myself $40,000 a year? And wouldn't I, you know, like, couldn't my house be, you know, couldn't I fix up my attic and like pay more of my mortgage off and have less monthly expenses and like be way happier? I don't know. Like, does it matter? Well, it's all hypothetical, anymore. right? Yeah. It's so hype. I can't go back. No. And so the only thing I can do is just decide where it goes now and decide what I actually want. And now I'm in that like old lady mode where I'm like, I don't fucking care about anybody else. Like I don't fucking care. Like I don't have children to worry about. I don't have like, I'm not, my schedule is determined by no one other than myself. And Which so can be a good and bad right. Thing. It is so, it is such a like, double-edged sword mm. that it actually puts me in this mode of like when you can do anything when you can like when the options are all available you freeze up and don't even pick one you just sit there so I have to just like this year I feel like is the year where I'm like just fucking make decisions and do whatever the hell you want and then and like the money will come like the money part, if I, if I actually care less about money, I think I will make more money. That's like I'm a, convinced of it. I mean, if you've tried the other way and I feel like I'm constantly working, down on myself about like, why aren't my sales this? And why don't I have these opportunities? And why isn't this happening? And then it's like, maybe if I just stopped, if I just did the work. Well, yeah, stop you, fucking yeah. caring about like am I meeting the sales goal or am I up to par with these other people and I just made good design work and made new products and told people they exist I will make more money I, it will, it's guaranteed well also like so if you're experiencing a lull in things yeah. that it's not a lull it's your opportunity to get ahead Right. And be ready for when right. things are busy right. again. Um, I think my lull is kind of hitting. I thought it was last week. Yeah. And um, I think it's now. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad I got that 24-hour vacation. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> that you, that um, you ruined by looking at your email. Um, I wish that I hadn't started this giant um, reorganization project in the studio so everything's a fucking mess. Um, but... Like, yeah, but also like get it done, do it. Yeah, get it done. Um, so I need to do that too. I actually need to do like a massive reorganization and like an inventory of stuff, and just kind of like. And I think I've been very much using the excuse that it's cold to not do that. Like oh. every time I have space, but if you move to be around, like, it get, makes oh you my warm. god, like I'm such a baby about it that like the other night the. <laughs> There was a day where I went down in the basement and I was like, I'm going to totally go through and like clear some stuff out of the basement area and like inventory my envelopes and make sure that that stuff is reorganized. Cause I had a big shipment of new envelopes that hadn't yet been put into like the actual inventory. And I was like, I need to do that. They can't just sit in that fucking box. Oh, that's me. And I, yeah. I love letting things Cause sit I, in boxes. Cause then I don't know that they're there. Like I don't, like I actually will like double order something because oh, I didn't put it on I've the shelf. And then I'm like, why I didn't I just look in that fucking box to see that I have 
200 turquoise envelopes. Now I just bought another thing of two of turquoise envelopes. That was stupid. I let things get so bad. Like I'll maybe open a box, but then throw what was in it somewhere right. yeah. weird. Just like put and it, I'll lose it. Yes. And then, and then like a year later, Ugh. you're like, huh, <laughs> there's that. I literally went down there to do that. Every intention of doing that. I was even like bundled up because mm. it's a little colder in our basement. I was like prepared and I had like hot tea and I was like going to listen to a podcast. And I went down there and we had two of those like really long uh, light bulbs. The ones that go in like the kind of commercial light. Like that's mm, what our la- our laundry. Light yeah. Our laundry yeah. room has those like really long mm-hmm. light bulbs. And we had replaced them. And because you can't just like throw those in the garbage, you're supposed to take them to the hardware store to have them recycled. We had put them on this shelf Mm -hmm. in the storage room. And we were like, when we have like four or five of those, we'll recycle them all at once. One of them had rolled off of the shelf and exploded. Ooh, I don't think that's good for you. All over the storage area. It exploded into my envelopes. It exploded all over the floor. It had exploded. I had like a box of like the tote bags. It had exploded into that. Oh my God. So I then was and like. that's that really thin yes, glass? It's, it's, it's like dust. It's yeah. like glass dust. Yeah. And then there's that white powder yeah. that's inside of it. We actually dropped a regular light yeah. bulb recently. So it was literally it was in, I mean, it was in between individual envelopes. I had to take envelopes oh. out of boxes. I had to shake boxes out. I had to like cl- sweep up the whole floor. And then I even told Josh, I was like, we can't go in there with like socked feet or yeah, bare feet shoes on. Um, again until I, I was like, I did an initial clean of it, but I don't trust that there aren't little tiny fragments of it that I missed. So like, don't go in there without shoes until I get the opportunity to like take everything out, sweep and wash the floor and then put everything back in. This is like my mold situation. Yeah. I mean, and it, it derailed me. Yeah. Like I just was like, fuck this. I'm still in the middle of it. I'm not doing this. Yeah. I'm not, I'm going to clean this up because I can't just have loose glass all over the floor. So I cleaned it up as much as I could. I'd rather have glass and mold. And then I was like, I don't have the mental capacity (laughs) to now continue to be in this room Mm. where I'm angry. Yeah. And so I just didn't do it. And then, like now, like four days have gone by, and okay. I haven't got. So like, we both isn't that have idiotic? very similar projects. I'm surprised you are just now oh. bringing this up because it's, I think it's because I was like I've told you pissed off about several it times, and I was like my I mess. I was gonna just not acknowledge it. All right, because <laughs> it made me feel better. My container store delivery is maybe coming today. It's supposed to between three forty-five ass- and seven forty-five. Let's let's assume it's gonna come today. Yeah. So. I need to get this done. I actually need to get it done like as soon as possible because Steve's mom's visiting on Tuesday. Yeah. And like the apartment can't look <laughs> like it looks now. Like all the beads I bought in Tucson are still on the living room floor. Nice. Good. Um, And then all of my storage stuff that was normally in the studio against the wall. Is now out. in the It's just out in the dining. Whatever you that room is. can't call it a dining room. It's the studio i guess it's the it's the salon it's like steve's (laughs) studio slash my overflow area it's the walkway um so there's just shit everywhere we have to get that's what this started as this is an accountability podcast clean our fucking shit that's what we're that's what we have to do today 
I need. I mean, you have glass. I also and have, I have, but mold. I also have two massively important meetings tomorrow. Oh, the um, that I am not actual artifacts. I'm one. not sure how prepared I need to be. If I set aside X amount of time to be like you this, said you had a list. Yeah, if I set out like an hour today to like solidify that list and like type it up and have it ready, and then the rest of my time is basement duty. I mean, I have to make heart shaped pizza tonight. <laughs> that takes time. Yeah. I have to make... I'm not making her pizza tonight. crust takes like three hours total Shit. to make from start to finish. That's a lot mm -hmm. of time. Well, good luck with that. Thanks. <laughs> and then you're going to cut hearts out of pepperoni. I have three hours while the crust is doing... To crust, cut the dough. Yeah. It has to like rise and then... It, there's whole extra shit you have to do with gluten-free yes, pizza dough. Yes, to make dough. it work. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that should give me plenty of time to hand cut pepperonis <laughs> into hearts. <laughs> so you say you're, do you don't take time for yourself. That's time <laughs> for yourself. That has nothing to do with, that's a hobby. That has nothing to do with your business. I have been getting, um, a okay amount of cooking in. I would yeah. like it to be to more. be more. Yeah. Um, but the reading and knitting have just dropped off the radar. That's so. not good. The yeah, and they're on my like list of things that we have a lot to I would think like about. To do. <laughs> um, <laughs> I bet all of you have a lot to think about I'm too. I'm mostly now. thinking about how bad I have to pee. So oh, my well, you know what that means, everybody. Everything I say from now on is just gonna start getting. I mean, this episode stupid. has gone on very long. Oh yeah, we're over two hours now. At one point, I thought about turning it off and saying, "Let's record another episode." No. Nope. But Whatever. Everybody didn't. just needs to listen to this on double speed. It'll be great. Double speed? Yeah, that's mm -hmm. what Sarah was saying. I she listened like to it on double half. speed. One and a half is good. Hmm. Sorry if you're just now finding out that you could have done that, everybody. I think <laughs> the only reason I'm still talking is because I didn't come up with a title for the episode, and there's no way I'm listening to this podcast. What if the so. title of the episode is we didn't come up with a title for this episode? Really? No. It's yeah. bad. We'll figure it out. <sighs> All right. We're going to stop talking because our businesses are staying small <laughs> 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 because we don't want to grow anymore. Um, I think that everybody should, we will probably continue that thread on the, or maybe there'll be a new thread, but I think people, I would like to hear more about people yeah. who have like their feelings on staying small or not staying small and like how you're kind of dealing with that or I think there are a lot of conversations about not staying small already so I would just like to hear I don't know I would like to hear some other people's feelings about whether or not like is this a thing that no one's been talking about and now thank god somebody's finally talking about it that's how I feel I feel like there's not I just remembered another example that I meant to bring up that I happened to see yesterday uh oh Shit. are we making this longer yeah I'm get ready everybody you know, I can never remember where your saved... Okay, saved photos. Did I save it or From did I like Insta it? On Instagram? Yeah, I just... I feel like it should be in a more obvious place. Um, It's this clothing company, handmade clothing company. You um, can go to... You can look up liked posts, too. I don't know if I liked it or if I saved it. Oh. I have no internet in this place. They hate this you. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I have internet. What's your deal? What's um, your problem? Yeah. Okay. Well, 
And because I have issues like coming up or like remembering anything, I can't think of the name of her business. Just can't. <laughs> um. Uh. So that's a bummer. Um. Anyhow, it's a small but you know large small operation in Nashville, I believe. Um. Like she ha- has built her own little factory, if you will. Yeah. Um. And um. They do a thing where they set the amount of production they know their team can handle. Yeah. So um, on Mondays now, they um, open the website up and have all the quantities set to what they know they're capable of producing in a week. Yeah. And if at any point in the week they sell out of those things, they close the shop up and then reopen the following oh, Monday. Oh, that sounds magical. So, like, they have they know they've grown to this point that they can handle. And then they adjust next week. Yeah. Or, like, not adjust, but, you know, they let themselves get caught up. So that yeah. they're never, like, They're never back-ordered or... Because I think we all have seen small, like, yes. micro-business, whatever Nano. fucking... Nanos. Tiny business where... Um, they're shipping out stuff that they've handmade three months, yeah, six right. months late. Um, they can't keep up. Um, but this particular business that I, I can't, can't find. find the. Do you uh, want to look on my phone? Oh no, you have to look up yeah, on your account. Yeah, because I can't think of the name of the business. And even if I tried, I'd probably fuck it up. Why aren't you on the Wi-Fi? Oh, I don't know what the password is. Oh, hold on. Is this interesting? Nope. No. Do we like to say, is this interesting? No, it's not a lot. Oh, okay. Well, that answers my question. I didn't save it. I must have just liked it. So <laughs> where do you find that again? Under So you have to go settings. into your... Yeah, I think it's okay. in settings. And Instagram. Then down to I know you're not listening to this, but why on earth aren't <laughs> your like photos and save photos right next right, to each exactly, other? Right, exactly. Right next to each other. Um... Oh, this is different now, too. Your activity. No, wait. Where's my, like... Uh, Insights? Nope. Wait, did it go away? I think it went away. No, it can't have gone away. What about... This is terrible. Oh, my God. We sound like really old people right now. No, I updated my app recently, and I don't see... I don't see it either. (gasps) Guys, did they take away the ability to see the photos you've liked? That seems impossible, doesn't it? I don't see it. Maybe we don't know how to look it up. I'm going to look it up on Google. This is this is not possible. Is it under business? No. No. Uh, notifications? No. Your activity? No. Account? Post you've like it's <gasps> now under account. You found so it like just as I <laughs> was on why Google. Why that moved so deep? Wait, so That's where crazy. is it out? in settings and then in account? That's gross. Oh, I see it now. Post you've liked at the bottom. This is like my. It's r- right above convert your uh, account back to a personal account. I'm like, <laughs> it's like the last thing you would ever want to do. It's next to that. Oh, you know what's even funnier i think i screenshot it. <laughs> it's been in your I photos did. the whole yeah, time I you're, of an, it. you're an asshole <laughs> um which so you guys you can never get those five minutes back <laughs> i'm 
Well, that's not helpful now because her n name on Instagram is like abbreviated. Let me see it. Um, I wonder if I follow the same company. Elizabeth Suzanne. But her Instagram name is Eliz Suzanne. Oh, I see it. Okay. So, so yeah, I see it. Let's see. Did she? Ooh, she got 87,000 followers. Yeah. So High I think fives. at one point. Congratulations. They had these incredibly long waits for their products, right? Yes. So they changed the way they did things. Um, here's what she wrote. Um, uh, most of y'all know that we cap sales each week in accordance with our production capacity a new practice we adopted last year to help control our growth and keep our internal team life balanced. Um, and that there are a lot of so employees they're updating. Um, they used to do Wednesday to Tuesday and now they're switching to Monday to Sunday. Um, so um, if they hit their capacity during a given week, they close up and then reopen on Monday. I just, I think that that's, that's so interesting. So smart. Yeah. It's really smart. Yeah. And I bet their employees are all really fucking so happy. Really good example of setting like your own limits, like setting right. your capacity. You and probably should have led with that example. You know, that's really good. So bravo if you're still listening to this. Yeah, if you got to the end and weren't like, "Fuck this," these bitches Dude, talk too that's long. That's the thing you don't. You never know with this podcast. <laughs> The best shit can come in at hours. two hours and 15 minutes. And at the end, <laughs> I find We finally clarity. hit our stride. It happens because I'm holding my pee so hard. <laughs> I'm oh, my God. Yeah. You never know. I just wrote down a post title idea, but I'm not going to say it because okay. we might not use it. Okay. Um, okay, right. cool. Now we need to seriously stop this because now I have to pee. Uh oh. We should just call Who gets to go? the pot. Why don't they have more than one bathroom? Because <laughs> they don't care about us. <laughs> Can you guys please put in another bathroom? Because we, we to need to pee time. simultaneously. <laughs> um, for the one day a week that we're here, yeah. and we both need to pee. Um, yeah, we should just rename the podcast. We need to pee. Okay. Right. It seems just as weird as Pancake Town. No, it would sure. not go over well. It's we not. Can, you know, we can change the name of the podcast whenever we want. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't okay. matter. We're going to stop talking because this is oh, getting excruciating yeah. and Michelle's okay. now making faces. I'm turning it. Thank you for listening to this whole thing if you got to this point. Um, congratulations. And remember to support us on Patreon so that you can listen to us talk for even longer. Um, and join the group Yes. Um, because there are lots of other really thoughtful responses to my question that we didn't about, read. Yeah, about um, the shop. Small. So Stay small. Join, read, contribute, etc. 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 Alright. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Bye. Bye.